Hey everyone, this is EYA, and it is Friday. I have to look at the date. I think it's the 7th, December 7th, 2019. And I'm really glad that we can be together tonight. Um, this is a really casual live stream. I'm going to open it up in a little bit to my listeners to join me on the call and to be able to share your testimonies. Perhaps it'll be your first time on my broad stream and you can share how you woke up to the Bible changes, the impact it's had on your life, maybe revelations that the Lord has given you, how you're growing with the Lord, whatever you think that would be used to edify the body at this time or to exhort the body because we really are living in amazing times and troubling times and we really need to sharpen one another in this hour. And we're all part of the body, right? And we all have an important part to play in these end times events. I mean, I would say that the moment that we became born again, we were called unto him and to surrender our life to him for his good pleasure. So let me go ahead and just quickly um, just say a quick prayer before we get started. And I, I'm hoping you can hear me. I'm not saying anything right now, but just let me know if you guys can hear my voice. Oh, good. Thank you, Ginger. So let me go ahead and say a quick prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before your holy and beloved, lovely, glorious, wondrous, majestic throne, thanking you that, that we can come before your throne to receive mercy and grace in time of need. And Father, you see the trouble of our hearts. You see, Lord, the uh, troubles that we encounter and the loneliness of this hour, God, as we see the enormity and the gravity of the wicked Bible changes. And we know, Lord, it's so blasphemous that we can hardly even stand it. But we praise you that we have eyes to see these wicked changes and that we know it's a different voice coming through scripture. And Father, we thank you that we can, we hear the mockery, we hear the deceit, we hear the voice of the, of the wicked one coming through scripture, and yet we rejoice that we know your voice and that you continue to shelter us and shield us from darkness, from the wicked one. And we pray that you would continue to protect us and guard us, Lord, and to lead us in the everlasting truth. And I pray, God, that you'd quicken us, Lord, through your Holy Spirit, that we would, we would be reminded of what scripture has said before, Lord, as we come together and examine scriptures that I'm going to share tonight and those will be shared by those who will join me in the call later. I pray, Father, that you'll be glorified and exalted, Lord, that you would have mercy upon us, Lord, more than ever, Father, as we as we go through these dark times, Lord, where the Bible is being perverted and twisted, Lord, and so many fail to see, recognize, discern, or I just don't even understand it, Father, because the scripture verses and the changes are so blasphemous and so obvious, God, on every page. But I pray that tonight would be edifying and encouraging for each of us, Lord, as we we need one another more than ever in this hour. So we pray that your Holy Spirit will work amongst us tonight and be glorified, Father, and um, help us, Lord, to be at peace with all men when it's in our power to do it, and help us to submit to your authority, Lord, in this hour. And help us to be set apart for you, Lord. And I pray that you will be glorified in and through us this hour. So um, we pray all these things in Jesus' name for your glory and for your, your purpose, God, in Jesus' name.
So let me just quickly say it's good to see everybody in the live chat. I'm just going to quickly just do some shout outs. Hi, Josh. And I read you're, you're the first person to, uh, to leave a message and how interesting the couch is now in the New King James Bible and the NASB. Eleven times in the New King James Bible, the word couch is now uh, now inserted, and the NAS, NASB is there 13 times. Absolutely crazy. And I guess the New King James Version in Acts 5.15, Josh says it now reads beds and couches, which is absolutely absurd. It wasn't there. And he said that he showed somebody how it wasn't in Oh, actually, I can click on this. I can share this with you. Let me do that. Give me a minute. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can, um, as I'm doing this, let's see if I, I'm going to go back to scroll up my comments. I had a couple, uh, comments of, yeah, there we go. I'm going to share these. When I'm the only one in here, it's a little bit hard for me to share comments on my stream and then share Bible changes, but I'm going to do the best that I can. But very interesting. Yeah. Beds and couches. Of course that's new. And daughter of the Most High, you're asking if we can pray for your husband? Yeah. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up our sister's husband to you, and we pray that you will heal his arm right now in Jesus' name. We pray just that you will protect it from um, any uh, infection, Lord, that you will minimize the infection, Lord. And we just pray a complete healing over his arm right now and his and his bloodstream lord we pray just for a miraculous recovery in jesus name i would recommend um putting obviously i don't know how deep the cut is but but i i do i just pray for healing for him in jesus name so i was thinking of the name of this medicine that i was using um when i was living outside the country and it was fantastic and all of a sudden the name slips my mind but um i do pray that he be healed in jesus name so, um, Christopher, it's good to see you. And Floyd, it's good to see you. Craig, it's good to see you back. And you can see you're here. And um, let's go through here. Sparky, good to see you. I'm just going to scroll through the feed really quickly. And Dutch, it's good to see you, Dutch D3. And thank you for sending me an email, Dutch D3. I know I haven't responded yet, but um, thank you for emailing me. And I'm really glad that you're awake. And thank you for all your comments on my channel. Hi, Joner. It's good to see you. And hi julie good to see you again hi chrissy absolutely great to see you in desert walkabout um good to see you guys so happy we can have fellowship one with another in this hour so i am going to and i'm not gonna be able to go through and say hi to everybody but just know that i appreciate your interaction and live stream and i in the live chat and i know that um everyone enjoys conversation in this hour around the bible changes right because most of us are alone and it's so good to have fellowship one with another so I thought what I would do is just go ahead and share. Um, I thought I would go ahead and share um, some Bible changes, and I'll just start us off. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna open it up um, for you guys to go ahead and and dial in, and maybe you can share what the Lord is uh, doing in your life today. And if it's your first time on my live stream, go ahead and read the notes in the video description because you want to make sure you have a mic and you want to make sure that. Um, and I'm actually not going to show faces tonight. Uh, when I do the live stream, I'll just put it on a video. Um, so you don't have to worry about your face showing. So let me go ahead and just share a few things with you. One, you guys, okay, a couple things. I was, you know, I read headlines a lot. I don't watch the news, but I read headlines. And so many headlines that I read, so many of them in this hour are related to Bible changes. It's really, really crazy. And 
I keep thinking, oh, I just need to do a live stream on the headlines and the Bible changes because they're one right after the other. Um, but we're not going to be doing that tonight because I just didn't put the notes together for that. But I am going to share with you some Bible changes and we can talk about this together. And let me go ahead and show you a few things. Some of these I've shared with you in the past, but I think it's good to be reminded of them. I do want to talk about this new word in scripture and I'm going to go ahead and pull it up right now. And let's see here. Just bear with me, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go ahead and share a screen with you. Let me see if I can do it. Actually, I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And there we go. So here's, um, you guys, here's, I want to share this new word in scripture. And it's the word is noise. And noise has, let me open this to full screen. Noise has replaced the word sound in scripture. Now, sound is still in scripture, I believe. In fact, let's just take a quick look and make sure of this before I, it could, yeah, maybe sound mind should still be in there. Okay, so sound is still in scripture 115 times, but in some instances, it's replaced the word, let me go back, the word noise is now 74 times. And I thought what we could do is just take a look at a few of these verses here. Um, it wasn't a noise of war like in Exodus 32, 17. It would have been the, the sound of war. But, you know, even that doesn't sound familiar to me, quite frankly. There is a noise of war in the camp. I don't know. It, but noise is new. Let me go ahead and show you some, this right here. So the Lord is with Joshua in Joshua 6, 27, and his fame was noised throughout all the country. Did you know that noise is a word? Noise. Yeah, it's new for me, too. And then, just bear with me, I'm going to scroll through here. I'm going to show you a scripture verse. Let me see if I can find it. Um, like Ezra 3.13, so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud sh shout, and the noise was heard afar off. Now in Job 36.29, it says, Also, can any understand the spreading of the clouds or the noise of his tabernacle. I was looking for this verse that, um, what about this one? Psalm 59, 6, they return at evening, they make a noise like a dog and go round about the city. A noise like a dog, there it is again in Psalm 59, 14. So noise is new for me in scripture, noise. But there was a verse, specific verse I was going to share with you, and I don't know, I can't find it. Maybe it's under noises. Let me see. I'm going to type in noises, see if I can um, find that for you. Okay, so noise is not in scripture. Let's go and take a look at 1 Corinthians 1.11. And I want to ask you guys if you guys are familiar with the house of Chloe in 1 Corinthians 1.11. And also note it's italicized now, which are of the house. And now that's italicized. For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. I'm going to go ahead and look in the live chat and see if you guys remember the house of Chloe. And bear with me because I'm going to go ahead and um, move this over a little bit and look at the chat. Do you guys remember the house of Chloe? Yeah, Chloe. 
Next, we're going to have Zoe in scripture, and we're going to see Bella in scripture, and Isabella, you know what I'm saying? Chloe. Chloe is new for me in scripture. I actually heard it when I was listening to a, a podcast with Chuck Baldwin, and he was reading scripture, and he read this, and my spirit was like, House of Chloe? Never heard of it before. But yeah, now we have a house of Chloe in scripture. Kind of reminds me of the house of Jason. That's right. We have the house of Jason in the book of Acts. And that whole passage in Acts is, I've never read it before in my life. And I've read through Acts multiple times, hundreds of times. Let me go ahead and um, also show you this. Actually, this was actually, I've taught you guys about this word in scripture, the word pollution. but. I actually, this is interesting, you guys, because I knew that polluted and polluteth were in scripture, but pollutions are in scripture twice. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you today is because there's a lot of news coming out right now about pollution and how they're tying it to all types of diseases. And we know those of us who are awake to chemtrailing and what they're putting in our air, um, they're making us sick, right? They're polluting the air. And that's what we, I think in a recent broadcast, we're talking about the fouls of the air, which is a, basically a play on words, right? A foul air. But we do see pollutions and pollutions is definitely new in scripture. It wasn't, we didn't have pollutions before. So second Peter 2.20 says, for if after they, have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. Yeah, that verse has been rewritten. And of course, Acts 1520 20, is new for me too. But that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols. And from fornication, and from things strangled, and from blood. Yeah, things strangled. Abstain from things strangled. And from blood. Abstain from blood. Abstain from blood. Yeah, that's a new one. And this verse has obviously been changed. Acts is almost, Acts has all types of crazy new words in it. I mean, really, every page of the Bible has new words on it. Grammar errors and nonsense verses. But pollutions is new in scripture. And then we have the word razor. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Because I saw a headline this past week talking about how somebody killed a barber because he didn't like his haircut. And I thought, I thought of the word razor. There's actually a barber's razor in scripture. Did you know that? So we have razor in scripture now seven times, starting in Numbers 6, 5, Judges 13, 5, Judges 16, 17. I'm just going to scroll through down here. We have a sharp razor in Psalms 52, 2. And then let me read Isaiah 7.22. I've read this to you before. It's such a ridiculous new change in Scripture. Grievous, of course. Always grievous. The Bible changes, although they can be so funny because they're so obviously changed. Hold on, please. The Bible changes are always grievous, even when they're funny. 
they're always grievous because they are defiling. They've defiled the Holy Bible. So every scripture change is blasphemous in my mind. Everyone is, is, is satanic, right? The rewriting of scripture. But I want to share with you this verse right here, Isaiah 7:20, And it, in the same day shall the Lord shave with a razor that is hired. Hiring a razor? That's what it says. I'm showing you. Isaiah 7:20, Namely, by them beyond the river, by the king of Assyria, the head and the hair of the feet, and it shall also consume the beard. This, go look this up in your own Bible, friends. I, I know I've talked to you guys about this verse before. It's such a crazy, crazy change in scripture. Uh, I don't know why it's not highlighting it, but let me go ahead and read this again to you because it's so silly. Isaiah 7, 20, in the same day shall the Lord shave with a razor that is hired, namely by them beyond the river, by the king of Assyria, the head and the hair of the feet, and it shall consume the beard. I mean, this verse alone is so such a nonsense verse that anyone reading it should be absolutely alarmed. This, this alone should indicate to anyone what is going on here. It should make them scurry to every translation in every King James Bible they own to see if maybe it was a misprint, right? It's utter nonsense. And yet, so many are justifying these crazy nonsense verses. And I don't get it at all. I really don't. So in Ezekiel 5.1, we have the barber's razor. And thou, son of man, take thee a sharp knife. Take thee a barber's razor. Did you even know we had a barber in scripture? Now we do. In Ezekiel 5.1. And cause it to pass upon thine head and upon thy beard. Then take thee balances to weigh and divide the hair. Is your hair divided? Is it? It's ridiculous. I mean, come on, you guys. I just want to laugh out loud. But again, these changes to scripture are so insanely grievous, so insanely obvious. And yet, again, people deny, justify, embrace, teach, and promote these crazy verses in scripture right so yeah if you want to you know again show these verses to those you meet and ask them to tell you what this means because really if they go to do it you need to really stop them in the tracks because you can't explain these away now let's go ahead and take a look at genesis 8.11. We've talked about this before, but I'm going to share with you again because this is an obvious change. Genesis 8.11, and the dove came in to him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth, that's right, the dove is a her, was an olive leaf plucked off, plucked with a T, plucked. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. You see the changes there? And it was an olive branch, by the way, not an olive leaf. Did you know that there's now a raven that's sent out 
That's right. That's new too. And raven has replaced the word sparrow. You know, in the in the gospels, consider the sparrows. Do you remember that verse? I do. Consider the sparrows. But now, now in in one gospel, at least it now says consider the ravens. Do you consider the ravens, or do you consider the sparrows? I've always considered considered the sparrows, never the ravens. And I have no interest in considering the ravens. None at all. Zero. Only the sparrows. Then, um, oh, let me go ahead and just uh, share with you Ezekiel 17.7. It says, there was also another great eagle with great wings and many feathers. And behold, this vine did bend her roots toward him and shot forth her branches toward him that he might water it by the furrows of her plantation. You see the errors here? First of all, they're giving a vine a pronoun of a her. Do you see that? This vine did bend her roots toward him and shot forth her branches toward him. And then, of course, we have the word plantation now plopped into scripture. Plantation. Now, why is this important about the pronoun? Because they are now giving objects, genders, okay, pronouns, male and female. Now, who is the vine, friends, right, in the Gospels? Jesus Christ is the vine, and we are the branches. But now they're saying the vine is a she. And I did a video about Genesis 3.15 in the Catholic Bible. It now says it's in reference. Okay, now if you guys know Bible prophecy, the very first prophecy was in Genesis. And we, in fact, let's just go ahead and take a look at that right now, just so we can all be mindful of what that says. Genesis 3.15 um, says this, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Her seed. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it, it shall, okay, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Sorry, I had to think through what I was going to show you in this verse. And the issue here is a couple things. There are a couple changes in Genesis 3.15 the King James Bible. One is the word it. This was the word he. Not it. Now, who is he? Who crushes? That's right, crushes the head of the serpent, not bruise. That's another change. And I've talked about this many times before, but Jesus Christ, is not, the Messiah, does not bruise the head of the serpent. He crushes the head of the serpent. He annihilates him, right? But now what it's saying is that it shall bruise thy head. So Jesus Christ has a pronoun of an it. Now, some of you are not familiar with this verse because you were raised Catholic. 
In the Catholic Bible, it now says, instead of the word it, it says she. And then, of course, they say that it's Mary. Well, brothers and sisters, Mary was not God, let alone a goddess. And she was a sinner. Okay? That's right. That's right. Quote, unquote, Mother Mary is a sinner. She was imperfect. You need to stop worshiping her if you are. You need to repent of that. Mary is an idol. Mary's an idol. Okay? But anyway, in the in the Catholic Bible, in the Darby, it's called, it says she. Now, I'm not going to show that to you right now. You guys can do your own research. But let's go back to the issue of the vine. Well, what I want to tell you about the vine is Jesus Christ is the vine. But now in that verse in Ezekiel that I just shared with you, it is now saying that a vine is a she. So if you look like in the book of Genesis and the story of creation, and by the way, the creation stories are two accounts of Adam and Eve being created twice. That's right. They're now created twice in the book of Genesis. But if you read through the story of creation, things have changed there. And one is that now you see all these new animals, clean and unclean, boarding the ark. Okay? But also you see the the animals are now given um, uh, male and female pronouns. When it was like, you know, um, two of their kind, right? Not Not two of his kind. You guys can do your own research, but the point is you'll see this all through scripture now where inanimate objects or animals are now given genders of male and female. So we have he asses and we have she asses in scripture now. It's really insane. It really is crazy. But this has to do with the whole gender indoctrination that we're seeing right now. The whole gender insanity, the gender strife, that phrase is now in the book of James. I believe it is. Is that right? Let me just look it up. I think it's that, or maybe it's in Timothy, gender strife. Oh, I think it's in Second Timothy, of course, Timothy. Second uh, Timothy 2.23, which now says, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid knowing that they do gender strife. Well, it wasn't gender strife, but now it is. And what are we seeing today? Gender strife, where people believe falsely that they can become the other gender simply by feeling like the opposite sex. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's insane. It is a Baphomet agenda. It's, it's satanic. And if you're struggling with this, I, I plead with you to cry out to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Cry out to be forgiven of your sins. Cry out to be set free from the lies of the enemy and from the sin that holds you captive. Now, we do know that the gender strife, there's many factors contributing to this. One, I think it's just completely a satanic um, assault, obviously. It's not normal. But two, what they've done, well, in, I would say in conjunction with the satanic assault is that you have the global elite wicked evildoers that are putting um, all types of 
um, hormones into, say, our drinking water, right? And in plastics, it's emitting um, toxins that are causing, that are contributing to hormonal imbalances. I mean, it goes on and on. But um, the gender strife is a new phrase in scripture. But of course, that's why we now have in scripture, we have pronouns that are being switched all through scripture. You probably found many on your own. Then in Daniel 9.9, we see a change here. To the Lord our God belong, to the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses. That's right, forgivenesses. Is that ridiculous? That's not even a word. Forgivenesses. Sounds like hissing, right? Did you know the Lord is now hissing in scripture? Not the Lord I serve, because the Lord I serve, he doesn't hiss. But now in scripture, the Lord is hissing. Now, how, what does this mean? It means that the wicked one is taking his place, is, is taking dominion in the holy place in the holy book it's the abomination of desolation he's standing in the holy place and the word place in the strongest concordance means book you can look this up i've done teachings on this but the point is is that forgiveness sounds like hissing right it's total mockery because we know that satan delights in evil and wickedness Right? He mocks forgiveness. But I think that's why that's changed. It's not even a word. And also notice how the word belong is is italicized. It should be to the Lord our God belongs. It should be plural anyway. But of course it's been changed. And then not only do we have forgiveness in scripture, we also have righteousness in scripture. Isn't that ridiculous? Three times in the King James Bible, in Isaiah 64, 6, Ezekiel 33, 13, and Daniel 9, 18. So we have forgiveness and then righteousness. You can't even say it. It's like a tongue twister, right? Again, the enemy, the wicked one, hates righteousness and forgiveness, doesn't he? He's like the antithesis of forgiveness and righteousness. So those are obvious changes, you guys. Um, but I wanted to go in and remind you of some of these changes. These changes might be new for you. I've covered some of these changes in the past, but I thought I would just share these with you. They're so obvious, right? Let me see what you guys are saying in the live chat. And let me do something really quickly. Um, I want to go ahead and what I'm going to do right now, brothers and sisters, I'm going to read your comments. And then um, what I'd love to do is have, you know, invite you to um, come join. We're going to do a little scenic driving right now. If I can get this going for you. Yeah. Let me turn the volume down here. So I want to go ahead and um, hear from you guys. Um, let me go ahead and do the screen chat and see what you guys are in the live chat, see what you guys are saying. And what I'm going to do right now, brothers and sisters, I'm going to go ahead and put the link to 
the live stream, I'll put it in the video description. And I want to invite you guys to join me on this call. And you can share um, what you think about about um, these changes I shared with you. And also, you know, a little bit about your testimony. So bear with me one minute. Link. I'm putting this, I'm putting it something in the video description. Okay, let me save this. I'm going to put the link right here in the video chat as well. And I'm going to go ahead and invite you to, um, I'm going to invite you to go ahead and join me right now. And this, by the way, so the scenery is in Colorado. And I don't know if you guys have ever um, been to Colorado, but it's such a beautiful state. And this is a really beautiful part of Colorado. So this is a kind of a short clip, but I thought you would just enjoy it. So I'm just going to play it here. But you guys, so those are just some quick Bible changes I wanted to share with you. I really want to open it up right now to be able to hear from you. So if you feel so inclined, if you feel the Holy Spirit's leading you, go ahead and click the link and join the live stream and be prepared to share about, you know, changes you see in scripture, how you woke up to the changes, the impact it's had on your life, um, any exhortation you have, encouragement would be most welcome. And I really want to hear from people who haven't been on the, the, the stream before. Um, so I'm going to wait for you just to go ahead and join. And meanwhile, let me go ahead and just go through the live chat and see what you guys are saying. Yeah, so Dutch 3, you say you've literally read hundreds of books on demons, and now it's not even your Bible. It's absolutely true. It's been it's been erased. And then 6 of TNT, yes, asses are everywhere in Scripture. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, and if you read through them, it's such mockery, and they have all these you know, they're homosexual innuendos when you read the, the scriptures with asses in it. Scrolling through here. So who's going to join me? Who's going to join me? You guys, when you don't be nervous sharing what I, what I always recommend to my, um, those who join me on the live stream is just, you know, think of it, you're speaking to an audience of one, right? And this is where you can really let down your guard and really share your experiences. And, um, you know, I think it's a time to share what you're going through and find support. You're not alone. Many of us are going through similar experiences and we know that we, we're seeing changes across the earth in different translations of scripture and so many of my viewers you know well I think we have people from almost probably every continent um, over the course of three and a half years so let's see what else so I'm going to scroll through here I'm going through the live chat and I'm going to be waiting I'm waiting for you to join, brothers and sisters. You guys remembering demons? 
Right. And Sean, that's right. Easter is in the book of Acts one time. And the word was uh, Passover. But Easter is now in scripture, which is crazy. Who's going to join me? I'm waiting. Let me know if you guys can click the link. And what you should be on is to have it work um, the best. You really should be on a computer or a desktop or a laptop. It would be better reception. And you should have a, a mic. would be great. And you can test it. When you log in, you'll see that you can test the sound. So what else can I share with you? I guess what I can do is, let me go ahead and do something else here. I'm going to go to, so I'm going to wait for you guys to come through here. Okay, so you know what we can do? We can have a little fun here, actually. Not fun, I should say, but let's go ahead and take a look at some headlines. Let's go ahead and do that. So I'm going to stop screening here. And I'm going to go ahead and move this over. And what will, oh, you know, I was showing, that's weird. And I was, there was another, it was another video that popped up. Okay, well, that being said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do right now until somebody has the courage to go ahead. Did I just lose it? No, I didn't lose it. Right? I'm going to go ahead and, um, as I'm waiting for you guys to join, let me do something. I'm going to go ahead and share. This is something different. I'm going to share with you guys some headlines. And you know what we're going to do? We're just going to talk about them. And this will just be very impromptu. Okay? So I will look at um, Drudge Report, and I'll just read through um, headlines. And probably I do this daily. Um, you know, I might miss a day or two, but I generally will go ahead and check Drudge Report. And I'll just scan headlines and just see what's going on. And when I do this, I will often be reminded of Bible changes. And so I haven't looked today. This is my first time looking at Drudge Report. Um, but, like, here's one. Okay. Let me just go through, tell you what I'm – let me share this. Cut off after cursing during radio interview well cut off is now in scripture cut off and i we talked about the phrase cut off in scripture because now related to cutting off um organs of your body like anatomy and beheading and it's been multiplied in scripture and it's really vulgar okay it's really violent but cut off is in scripture. So I'm looking at this right here. I don't know if you guys can see this. Like, let's just, I'll click on this link. Actually, I want to be careful because sometimes I don't know where the links are going. And so I'm actually not going to go ahead and click on the link, but I'm just going to show you. Oh, it is when it went there. Oh dear. Oh, I just lost it. Let me go back to Dredge Report. Because I'm waiting for you guys to come in with and join me here because this is really, um, let me go through here. So what I do is I will go ahead and I'll just look at headlines and then I'm reminded of changes to scripture. So for example, 
Um, we talked about cut off after cursing. We know that cursing is in multiplied scripture. I mean, the Lord is now cursing in the Bible. That's right. He's cursing in scripture. I've done videos about that. Um, we know there's a time about Dutch Bank. And of course, we know that, that you'd expect to hear, um, reports or headlines about banks, right? But we know the word bank is also in scripture. That's right. A financial bank. It's crazy in one of the gospels. And scrolling through here, I didn't intend to do this with you tonight, so I wasn't prepared, but, um, oh, here's one outrage as West Virginia corrections officer gives Nazi salute in class photo. Well, I'll tell you what's interesting about this is that, um, officers is now in scripture. And the word salute has replaced the word greet in the King James Bible. So they're saluting left and right in scripture. They're even saluting houses. And we're supposed to be saluting each other. Did you know that? That's right. You need to salute your house and salute each other. Salute and, and, and kiss each other. Isn't that absurd? So you see a lot of headlines now with saluting. Um, and of course you've heard that saluting is not just, it's been in the headlines a lot, right? Utter, it's crazy. Okay, moving through here. Oh, isn't that interesting? Rent closed. You see that headline? Rent closed. Travel light. Travel light. Rent closed at hotel. Well, the phrase rent closed is in scripture in fact you can go and take a look you guys come join me it's a little lonely in here but i'm going to go ahead and share this with you so whenever i read something these days i i'm looking at i look at things so differently now um when i read headlines because i feel like they tell their let me show this to you so rent close is a new phrase in scripture for me. I'm going to share this with you. So rent close is in scripture 32 times. Okay. So rent is closed. Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins. Then they rent their clothes and laid it every man his ass. Laid it every man his ass. Genesis forty four thirteen. That's right. That's a crazy change. Genesis forty four thirteen. Can you guys see this? Yeah, you guys can't see this. Um, and then Leviticus thirteen forty five says, "And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, unclean, unclean." A covering upon his upper lip? How do you put a covering on top of your upper lip only? Have have you guys seen a covering over just an upper lip? I mean, I can't even picture it. Would it be like a piece of, like a little piece of fabric with like elastic behind? Is it like a bandana? But like an, I mean, really, right? Here's the thing, you guys, with comprehension. Comprehension is all about picturing, picturing, um, 
creating pictures in your mind with language. So when you do that with these crazy, insane scripture changes, you can obviously see they've been changed and they mean nonsense. The language in scripture now is just offensive. Like Genesis 44, 13, and then they rent their clothes and laded every man his ass, lading asses. But anyway, getting back to renting clothes. So that's a new for me. Now, also, Joshua 7, 6 has a new phrase, rent his clothes. Now, I remember tore his clothes, but not rent his clothes. So some of you are going to say, no, rent his clothes is always there. No, it was tore his clothes or ripped his clothes. But even that, I feel like that's been multiplied in Scripture. But let's read Joshua 7, 6 together because this also has an Islamic um, language in it. And Joshua rent his clothes and fell to the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the eventide eventide he and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads but fell to the earth upon his face yeah Um, then we have I'm just going to scroll through really quickly so anyway, that's new for me. So I'm going to go back to Drudge Report. So this is kind of what I do when I'm looking at headlines. I'm looking through the lens of what are they saying? Because I believe that a lot of the headlines are literally sending messages and it's programming, right? So I'm always looking at changes, headlines in a new light now. And um, But I do see, that being said, I'm going to go ahead and stop screen sharing this right now and I do see that we have um, someone's joined our our live stream actually reality dose is back with us give me a minute reality dose so I'm going to go ahead and share a video so I'll stream a video as we're talking so give me a quick second brothers and sisters and um I'm going to open up a little video that we can watch together. Oh, you know what, you guys? I thought I was sharing with you guys Colorado. It was actually Alaska. So I'll share another one with you guys. Let's do this one. We'll look at something that's going to be a little bit more soothing, I think. That would be good for all of us. So a drone view of um, of Hawaii. I think that will be good. So give me a quick second. Oh, and then Mr. Snow's cat joined, too. I should say it's Mrs., because she's a female. But hold on one quick second, sisters. Hi, Reality Dose. I'm actually just doing it up. I'm going to go ahead and just do a, a this. I didn't need to show your face. But Reality Dose, thanks for joining us tonight. I'm going to invite you guys. Reality Dose, go ahead and mute the the video on my channel. Okay. That would be helpful. Is that good? Yo, actually, you that's fine what you just did. But I want to make sure that you turn the volume off. 
on my channel. So I was hearing a backdrop. I think it's okay right now, though. So, Reality, thanks for joining us again. Um, tell us what's going on. Well, well, this is my first time. Hi, guys. I'm a little bit shy. So, um, I, and the chat is different than when I speak in front, in front of everybody. So, um, so what happened? Oh, you know, uh, wait, really quickly, I apologize. I thought you were on a live stream that you joined before. Is this your first no, time I, on my stream? Yeah, I've been on your on your uh, stream before, but something was wrong with my computer. I couldn't get to it uh, to through you somehow. And, oh, that's um, well, I'm so glad it's working right now. So yeah, I'm on my phone. Awesome. Oh, you are. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. So, okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it will work for any anybody, I guess, that have uh, that allowed the video and the uh, audio to work by internet connection. They ask you to do that to allow it first, so you can connect with whoever you want to go live stream with. So this is what I've done with this one. Wonderful. So tell us, Reality Dose, how you woke up to the Bible changes. All right. So what happened is this is uh, first, it started very, um, very suddenly for me in terms of like when I really woke up, actually, it's because of you. Um, I was like strolling around. At first, what happened is that um, I started to get back into, I wanted to be closer to God. So I was praying with him and uh, to him and, and reading the Bible. And I, I was like, I don't understand some of the, the scripture and some of them seems to be um, really weird to read to me because as you know, I have an accent. I speak French and, but I also speak English and obviously, and um, I went on and tried to learn things in English more. So I've been speaking English longer than now that I speak French. So my French is not so good anymore because I don't practice it. So I decided to go with the English Bible and a lot of things I couldn't understand. And one day I was like, Okay, I gotta pray to the Lord to give me um discernment of what I have to understand in the Bible because I cannot understand it. And I cried to him because I have everything. I own a house, I have healthy children, I have everything that I need. But I was so broken inside. And it that didn't that didn't matter what I have, you know? So I cried to the Lord and I needed his help because I wanted to be with him and I want to be closer to him. So and one day, a couple of days later, I start going through the YouTube channel and you popped in and it says Bible changes. I'm like, Bible changes. I'm like, I'm going to check that out. And um, and you start talking about all the changes and I'm like, wait a minute. And then there's a lot of things you were talking about that I remember in French also. And I went and checked in the English Bible and sure enough, it was not there. Like the lion and the... And the um, and the lamb and uh, the wine skin and all that stuff, it, it doesn't make, even in French, it's changed as well. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's going on, you know? Um, and I'm calling, I'm calling to God and I'm, ask, I'm asking, you know, like, help me. I need to understand things. So I'm starting to go through everything that I could possibly find, write down every, everything that I could find from you, from other people as well. And this is how I came to, to really get a hit in the face that things were going on that was not normal, that was not right. But I remember from the from way back, it started way back that things changed for me, but I was oblivious to it. Wow, that's so interesting. So now let me ask you, are you doing a comparison with your English Bible and your French Bible? Yes. And are you finding that the changes are um, the same. as the same? Yeah, you know, I've had reports from... from um, from those who read from the French Bible, those who are in France, who 
do I'm say that Quebec. their Bibles are changing. Oh, you're yeah. from Quebec. Okay. Yeah, but we'll oh, how interesting. Does anybody else in your life see the changes? Pardon? Does anyone else in your life see the changes? Uh, my youngest son, my eldest son, believe a lot of things because um, I have three children. Um, that he believes a lot of things, but he never really got. He was one of more of a delinquency in that part. Like he was not really interested into anything that has to do with religion per se, like faith. Um, so he was not really into it too much. But what he remembers, he knows really well that it has changed. So he's uh, falling. Um, on the on the side of the fence where now he's starting to see more like he's starting to believe that yeah this is a, that this is really happening my daughter my middle child knows things are changing but she refused to um how can i say that she's um i want to leave my life i'm a teenager and that's that kind of thing attitude um and my youngest one he is definitely see the changes he was more involved uh with um, Jesus Christ in a spiritual way and uh, he definitely see a lot of things. He even tells me, Mom, do you see this? Do you see that? Is that why? Or, or ask me a lot of questions. He listens as well when I listen to yourself or other people as well that speaks about the changes. So he's very aware of that. Um, my husband has it's not the changes. Mm. So it kind of conflicts a little bit, you know? Right. I mean, it's very, it's very troubling, right? I mean, how, yeah. how, so what are those? So how is it? Let me ask you so many questions. Yeah. How are the changes affected your life? How has your uh, relationship with your Lord changed? Oh, um, I'm more aware of my sin more than ever. <laughs> that anything that I do, like that, I think, like if I think something bad, I'll be like, uh, I don't want to think like that. Lord, help me. I don't want to ever think like that again. Or I don't want to. I don't want to lie. I don't want to, like, even if you exaggerate, is a lie. A joke is a lie, really. Um, so I don't want to do that. But sometimes you just do it. It just happens, and I feel so bad about it. I, I try to repent, ask for forgiveness. Um, and the reason also that I'm, I feel that the Lord really loves me, and he loves all his children, is just that we all, you know, turn away from him, is that I sinned, and I sinned very deeply in my life. And if he can forgive me, can forgive a lot of you. Trust me. And um, and that's how I know that he loves me. That's 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 how I feel really close to him now because he even more so. And I think he knew. Obviously, he knows. You know my heart better than I know my own, as you know. Um, I always believe that he was real, that he is real. It's just I was a delinquent child. I was one of those child like my teenager is. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it later. You know, um, am I muted? No, I'm not muted. Yeah, you know, I think that most of us, I mean, without without knowing the Lord, um, we were rebellious, right? We 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 willfully sinned. Yeah. And then, as a Christian, what He does is that He changes our heart. He gives Absolutely. us a desire for righteousness, and He He convicts us of sin. Yeah. So that we turn away from it. And that he can set us free. He's so good at doing that. And he's, oh, yeah. And this is mercy is so wonderful. So, um, now were you going to church? Um, have you, are you going to church right now? No, I'm not going to church. Um, I, as a child, I was, I was raised in a Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic, uh, family. Um, and then, um, 
we were pretty much forced on to go into church, you know, like it's like, oh, man, the repetition, the repetition. And I was like, oh, whatever. But my grandmother was very involved and I loved my grandmother. And when I went and see her, she was always speaking about the Lord. So I've learned a lot of things from her. Um, and um, as I grew up, again, like I said, I was really uh, sinful. I was a really de- uh, delinquent child of the Lord, not from the family per se, but of the Lord. Um, and uh, and then I started to go back to church, but it didn't feel right for me. I don't know why. It just did not feel right. I, I I would I would rather sit at home and read the Bible or try to read the Bible and I couldn't understand the words. I thought they were some kind of Shakespeare word or something that even in French, if things were like changing, the words would make sense. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm losing my French too much. And mm. um, it was it was confusing on both sides. And this is you know it was a it was a it was a hard thing to do. So um, this this is how I uh, came to my knee and cried to the Lord and to help me because I felt. I felt very, um, very empty. Like I, I like I said, like I, I have a house. I have children, healthy children. I have everything. I have a job. I, I don't need of anything. I'm really well. But inside EYA, I was so, so lost. You know what I mean? That nothing could have bite me, buy me anything to make me happy. Right. Well, I'm really glad that you're free and I'm glad that your younger son sees. I'm glad that you are awake, that your relationship with the Lord is vibrant and that you are close to him. I mean, I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit. I mean, where would we be without the Holy Spirit, right? I mean, it's so comforting and he understands and he knows this hour of trouble, Jacob's trouble. And he's he he knew this hour would come, and he tried to warn us, right? Mm-hmm. He he told us over and over again. Now let me ask you: You said that you grew up Roman Catholic. When did you become born again? When did that well, experience happen for you? Well, how they happen? You know how they say sometimes people can't see, but sometimes you gotta. There's somebody that had say one time in one of the chat: You eat the whole fish, but you spit the bones. Right. You know, so you eat whatever it's good and you spit the rest of it. Okay. So there were some good pastor out there that I was listening because I wanted to know the truth. And, and then I started to learn about paganism and how it was introduced, introduced to the catalysm. And I, I started to make, put two and two together and started back off my, backing off myself. And I used to, um, celebrate Christmas, birthdays, uh, every holiday you could imagine I was celebrating. And I backed off on that. The good thing is it wasn't so hard on my children is because I always told them Santa Claus is not real. So they didn't believe in that lie. I didn't want to lie to them, but I was telling them, but there's a man named St. Nicholas that, you know, was a good man. But then I found out there was a lie too. So I told them that what I found out was a lie. So therefore they understood that I was not lying to them on purpose and uh, starting to backing off of those, uh, those pagan Pagan uh, celebration. So this is how I found out that Catholicism was not for me. That's not what I was searching for. So slowly I came back into the faith of the Lord in my heart. And then, and this is when I started really deeply wanted to learn the Bible. I was falling asleep reading it. And and I, after the stuff that I was reading, I couldn't understand, like I mentioned earlier. And this is when I really cried to him. And I need, I need an answer. I need, I need, I need you in my life. I need you to help me. 
to be close to you. And this is how I happened. Wow. Well, you know what? It's like you, you cried from a place of brokenness and the, Bible, yeah. the, the, we are, we're always told, um, that, you know, he who seeks me will find me if he seeks me with their whole heart. Yes. And that's really what he wants is just a heart that's seeking after him. And, and I believe that's also his, his grace as well. You know, it's his kindness. Yeah. Um, I mean, I honestly, without Jesus Christ, I have no reason to live. Exactly. Right? Nothing you are so bounded, even though you feel like you are. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please, please add a comment on. But I, I, he's everything, isn't he? Yes, he is. You know, you feel so. You think you're free, but you're not. You're so bounded with everything that. Okay, I have everything that I need and more. You know, um, and so I shouldn't be worried about anything. But why am I so broken inside? Because I didn't have the Holy Spirit sitting there with me. You know. Right. It's like you were operating out of the flesh because you weren't being led by the spirit. I mean, but you know what, though? I also think that um, the beautiful thing is that he knew your heart was seeking after truth before you became born again. That's how he works. Right. Mm -hmm. So, well, wonderful. Now, we do have a couple more people that are already waiting to speak. Is there anything else, Reality Dose, that you'd like to share with our listeners? Anything else that's on your mind? Always seek the Lord um, with all your heart because you'll find him one day. No matter if you haven't found him yet, you will find him because, again, he loves everyone. And definitely when you try to to go back at his door and um, ask him for forgiveness and, and to get to know him, he'll open his arm to you. Like for whoever is new in the chat and ever been here or searching for the truth, just go on and don't give up. Just be be very strong inside. Sometimes you fall down. Instead of falling down on your knee and cry, and not be able to get back up, just pray. That's right. Well, let me go ahead and just say a quick prayer for you and your family um, before you leave. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my sister and her family. I pray that you'll bless and protect them. Father, thank you that you you revealed yourself to our sister. Thank you that she has a living relationship with you and you set her free from the lies of Catholicism and that she has a living relationship with you. Thank you that she understands the the work of grace and the the beauty of and the mercy of forgiveness and i pray that you continue to show her how much you delight in her and i pray you protect your family lord and um, i pray that your holy spirit will continue to reveal eternal riches to her in jesus name and thank you that she joined us tonight thank you so much sister for sharing with us tonight and looking forward to having you um back in when you want to pop in okay all right, thank you very much, Yuri. I really appreciate all your work you do for us as well. In the name of Jesus, I, I, you're a good sister out there. Don't oh, you know what? By His grace, right? I need you guys as much. Uh, you know, we all need each other. So, but glory to God. I'm glad it, it's edifying you. That's the whole purpose, right? That's but God true. bless you. All right. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, so now I'm going to enter in Mr. Snow's cat, and actually, I'm just going to go ahead and go back to a full video here. Sorry about that. And then, Sean, I see that you're also waiting in the wings, so I'll I'll have you pop in in just a minute, or actually, I should say after Mr. Snow's cat's done. Mr. Snow's cat, are you with us? Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi. How are you? Thanks for um returning to the 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 live stream. What's going on, Mr. Snow's cat? Um. First, can I just ask for prayer for my daughter? She was going to come. I just called her. She was going to try and 
go on since she's never been on and she was going to share her testimony, but she really is not feeling very well at all. She's um, trying to get her CDLs. She also needs prayer because her truck driving test is next Friday. I mean, that's not specifically what I called in for, though. Well, let's just say, because it's on your heart, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that if her daughter can join us tonight, I pray that you'd provide the way for her to do so. When we pray that you'd give her favor and that she'd be able to go ahead and um, and pass her driver's license test, Lord. And I just pray for peace for this family. You know all the issues that they're encountering right now, and I pray that your peace would be upon them. Father, thank you for for the salvation of um, of my guest and her daughter, and I pray that your favor and your blessing would be upon them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So what's going on with you? How have you been? Um, I've been good. I just wanted to, I don't know how to share this link or whatever, but it, I just wanted to say it was always sparrows, never ravens. Ravens are used in witchcraft spells. Exactly. So, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, um, I was in a in a group home in Colorado Springs. I that's when I was taken away from my dad. That's where I got put. Anyway, the um, staff there it was primarily Christian, even though they weren't allowed to share their faith. Um, they were allowed to do more because it was a private group home, not state funded. Um, so anyway, I. I just would say over and over to the staff because at the time I, I was like out just out there in everybody's face I was a Satanist and I I would be I don't want to hear your Christ I don't want to hear your Christians I you know all of these really horrible things happened to me when I was growing up and your God dropped the ball so he could have done something about all of that. I was a little child and he could have saved me and he did nothing. And so one of the staff, her name was Sandy. She, um, one of the other staff, the, the director of the program actually gave me a Thompson chain reference Bible, which I burned in a cell and I regret it so much because those are really expensive. I didn't know that and I didn't care at the time. I was a teenager. Um, but one of the other staff, after she found out about that, she shared a poem with me. She said, look, Jesus loves you more than the sparrows. And I was like, you're lying. And she said, no, I'm, I'm not. She shared with me this um, poem called A Sparrow Fell. So I don't know how to share the link for this poem, but it starts out, a sparrow fell and no one heard, nobody cared, it was just a bird. From all the numberless flitting throng of sparrows who would miss uh, one song. But God leaned down and whispered, I care. It was one of my sparrows and I was there. So if you go on and you read this entire poem, it's, it, it was written for a couple whose child was kidnapped and murdered on the way, on her way to school. I think it's a girl. Um, yeah, it is a girl. Anyway, this poem planted a seed that got watered from various sources over the years, but it, it was Sparrow because I sat there and I opened the Bible with her and I read every reference on Sparrows in the Bible. It was never a raven. Just like it's wolf in sheep's clothing. 
That's why it's a wolf. That's why um, the one of the first Mandela effects that ever took place was Luke, I am your father. No, I am your father, because they were attacking the Bible first. The book of Luke, Luke, I am your father. So uh, that's all I wanted to share. But it's it's I've shared it before on my Facebook page. It's an amazing, amazing poem. Well, you can do a couple things. Go ahead and put the link in the live chat. Can you do that? Um, probably. And then what I can do is I can go ahead and share, or what you can do if you want to, um, you can go ahead and click on the share screen, and you can go ahead and share that, that window with all of us if you want to. How do I do? Oh, share screen? Uh-huh. And then you look for the window that has that poem open. Um... I don't there know. it is. I'll go ahead and click on it. It's right here. Okay. There it is. Now, what you can do is go ahead and zoom in. So go ahead and um, yeah, you're on. You're on. Are you on a? Uh, let's see. I'm on. Go a, ahead and, and see those three dots, the vertical dots in the upper right hand corner beneath the X in the upper right hand corner. Click on the three dots and then zoom in. Make it larger for all of us to see. So. And so this is the the poem that you just read to us, A Sparrow Fell. And this obviously came from Consider the Sparrow, Consider the Sparrows. Yes. It was always, but I read every single sparrow reference because she was trying to make a point. And after I found out that the this child had been abducted on her way to school and murdered, it it really... I mean, I kind of adopted the first paragraph as my mantra after that, even though I was not a Christian at all, at all. But I'm telling you, it was always sparrows, always. Yeah, it was never considered the ravens, and we know that ravens is a sign of of, of witchcraft, right? Yep. I mean, it is. They're used. They're used. All all the different parts of the raven: the beak, the claw, um, the feathers. The eyes, everything, they're all used in spells. Yeah. In fact, somebody was asking if, if sparrows were out of the Bible. I think it's, um, let me just take a quick look before I even comment on there, that. But. No, there's still sparrows, like, there's at least one passage of sparrow in there. Um, our, our online store, we do stuff like Mandela effect posters and stuff. Um, it's actually named after a bird. It's named for birds because of the sparrows. Oh, really? The name of your business is? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Okay, so, yeah, let me, I'll go and show this to you. So, yeah, let me, I'm going to share this just so everyone can see this. Give me one quick second. I'm, I'm opening it up. Um, my computer's going a little bit crazy right now. Okay. Let me zoom in here. Okay, so I'll share this with you guys. Um, pop screen, share screen. Do you want me to stop sharing the screen? No, I, I can actually stop in just a minute. It's fine. Oh. Here, so here's now the only instances where Sparrows is there. Matthew 10.29, Matthew 10.31, Luke 12.46. And Luke twelve six seven. So you can see, consider the sparrows aren't even they've been erased. Yes. And then of course, what's a farthing, right? If you have farthing, then a question mark and a small a. 
Yeah, all, all of it. So much of it's been changed there. Um, Proverbs 7.26 is completely different, worded so different you wouldn't even recognize it as belonging to the actual Bible if, if you compare it against every other translation out there. Let's look at that in just one quick second. Let me share this okay. with you guys. Consider the ravens is now in Scripture in Luke twelve twenty four. Consider the ravens. Yeah. It, right? Uh, they yeah, would consider it, the sparrows. It was the sparrows. I'm telling you because that was one of the things that planted a seed because it impacted me because my life had been so horrible growing up. That poem is about the fact that God, it was in Guidepost magazine. I don't know if you're familiar with Guidepost magazine, but they, it was a Christian, like a Christian reader's digest back in the day. No, I remember I used to read it when I was little. My, yes. my grandma used to have a subscription to Guidepost. And so I used to read it. And I, I feel like even then, even though I think in retrospect, I think it was more ecumenical, but I, I, I think it, there was planting of seeds in my heart. It hit you know? me as well, and that poem was in Guidepost magazine, and if you read the whole poem, it goes on to talk about how God cares for all of us, and he takes care of all of us, and he cares when bad things happen. He does. Well, that is really good for us to be reminded of that. What was that verse in, in, um, in Psalms you wanted us to look at? Um, it's Proverbs 7:26. Look it up in the King James. Then look it up in the New King James, or or your any translation that you want. It is so different. It doesn't even read the same thing at all. For she hath cast down many wounded. Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Yeah, is that now, what you're referring to? Yeah. Now look it up in in the New King James. And see what okay. that says. It's not even close. Okay, let me do something here. So, Proverbs seven twenty six. Yep, in the New King James, M N I V, anything you'll you'll understand when you read it in the New King James, because that's that's the translation I read. But when I tried to look it up in the the original King James. I just was going that that is a completely different sentence, completely different sentence. I mean, they didn't even mess one word up or the punctuation. They did the entire sentence. They're not happy. Well, they do the whole sentence. Well, actually, I don't even remember this verse written like this anyway. Even in the New King James Version, it's saying the that's, same thing. Let me yeah, show you. Why? That's why I um had put it in the, the comments because there was a word in there that I thought, why would that word be in something that was written that long ago? So I went to look it up in the... Wait, which which word are you referring to? Um, I'd, I'd have to get into back into the one Bible. Hold on. I'm trying to do iPad and the phone. Or Let me do this. I'll share it right now, and you can tell us what your thoughts are about it, okay? I'm going to share it right now. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Do you see that? Proverbs 7.26, for she hath cast down many wounded, yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Um, wait, what, what version is that? 
that's King James Bible. And the new King James Bible, I'm showing it on the screen right now. Are you are you are you looking at it? Um. Oh, yeah. She is cast down for she is cast down her. That is not what it said. All who were slain by her were strong men. That isn't what it said. I'm I'm not even kidding. No joke. When I I actually put in the chat what it said, I thought, or maybe it, maybe I only put the. That's not what it said a minute ago. No, there was a, a very strange word in there in the New King James. That's why I looked it up in the original King James because I was going to cut and paste it. Mm. And I was like, why? Why does it say that? Well, but you know, here's the thing. Here's what I, know. I, I do believe you, just to let you know. I mean, things like that happen. It's happened to me before where it's changed. Like, I'm telling you, I'll give you an example. A holy bomber. And a holy bomber, and then there was Barack. Obviously, we talked about Barack and a holy bomber being in scripture now. But it said Barack, uh, a holy bomber, the son of Anna, like Anne, right? Yeah. Barack's mom is named Anne. Well, yeah. that's been erased now. It's been removed. But I know it was in there. I know it was a son of Anna was in there, and now it's been changed. Yeah. So I, instead I, of, and now, now it's changed to a man's name. But I know if you're new to this channel, if you're just popping in for a minute, let me just say something really quickly is that these changes that we're seeing in scripture are happening supernaturally and they can happen in an instant and they're changing at different times. So you can have three different King James Bibles in your house and two of the three will have the switch of the word and then the one won't. And then you go to look at it the next day and that third one now has changed. So it's a very, very strange how this is happening. Very yeah, weird. I, I actually caught a screenshot. I believe I still have it. I'd have to do some digging for it, though, on my computer. But I actually have a screenshot of it as it was in. Like, the words are blurry, and they're tr uh, transitioning from one word into the next word that it became. I have a wow. screenshot of it. Well, I believe you. It was it was weird. It was really yeah, it's it's very weird, and it, again, it's supernatural. But I feel like when that happens, it's to say yes, this is really happening, and it's it's really unbelievable. And I don't know if it's the people who, I guess, the, the supernatural is more real than the natural. We're spirit beings, and God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And there were miracles in the Old Testament. So I think what we're seeing right now are really the lying signs and wonders. This is what we're experiencing right now. That is. It is. We are in the great delusion. This is it. This is the end. This is the great delusion or the grand delusion. See, yeah, I'm it is. with scriptures. I'm just not really familiar with scriptures. Like, like a lot of times when I'm reading the Bible, I'll get a check in my spirit and be like, that's changed. I know that's changed. That's not the way that it read. Other things I, I did actually have memorized, and I know that they've changed. Right, and I think sometimes it's like this. If it, it, Like when you just read Proverbs 7.26 together, I can't tell you what it said before. Um, I have to read it in context to kind of get more information about that verse. I think it was talking about the harlot, but, again, I have to do some more research on it. 
But oftentimes you just get a nudging that says, oh, no, that that's odd. That, that's odd. Now, if people are, are mocking us and there's so many mockers, um, we don't need to have the exact language memorized to know that there's been a change because the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. So it could be just knowing, hey, the King James Bible never had grammar errors in it. Let's just start there, okay? No, it didn't. And then, so that that in and of itself should cause there, everybody to wake up. There were over, I think, I read about that in my, I have a, a Barnes note, and I'd have to go back and read it before I could tell you, but I know that there were, there, when they translated the, the King James Bible, it was done over a period of time in several different areas of England at the time England and each each group of individuals I believe there were like 26 individuals or so in one group translating in one city one section and another one in another and another one in another all translating this and writing it down so it could be printed and then Couriers would take those documents to the other ones so that they could all check and recheck to make sure that when that Bible was being printed, that it was accurate. So there is no way you can convince me that there are grammar errors, that there are word errors, that things don't match up to the Hebrew or the Greek. You can't convince me of it because they took such extreme pains. To make sure it was accurate, why would all of a sudden there be all of these weird things in there that don't make any sense, nonsense words? It, it, no, it, that's not what happened. It's supernaturally changing. It is. Yeah, the new Mandela Effect movie does reference the Bible changing. I can't hear anyone. So I'm going to log out now. And that I just want to. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you know what happened, sister? I was just oh. talking to air. I muted myself. So what oh. I was going to say is that Patrick is saying that the new Mandela Effect movie also references the Bible change. It does. Thanks. So that not that interesting? So let's just pray that in the name of Jesus that everyone who goes to see that movie, those who have a heart for truth and a desire for understanding, I pray that they will Seek out the truth of the Bible changes in Jesus' name. We ask, God, for an awakening with your bride, that you will bring them to swift repentance, Lord, for the love of the world and the lust of the flesh and the boastful pride of life. Bring them to repentance, Lord, that they would be able to see and understand that these are the times of, of these are the times of the end. And, and as astounding as it is, God, it's so obvious to us. So we pray the movie will be used to wake up your bride and that many will find salvation in Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' name. I mean, really, friends, that's all that we can do is just continue to pray, right? That that those who are seeking truth will find it. And that's why we, we are disclosing this. That's why I'm inviting you to come and share your testimony because, brothers and sisters, I really believe that every testimony is worth being heard. Now, some of you um, have in a live chat uh, said that you're having problems with your mic. Go ahead and test it out. When you click the link that I put in the video description, 
um, it will um, help you to do a test of your mic to make sure it's working. And if it's not working, there's something wrong with your computer, but you should be on a desktop or on a laptop. I know um, my guest right now says she's using her phone or maybe the previous person did, but um, see what you can do and make sure it works before you come on. Okay, that's important that you do your testing. Is there anything else, sister, that you'd like to share with us? Um, no, just uh, when you mentioned about it's important to tell your testimony. The reason for that is found in the book of Revelations. Um, they overcame him, meaning Satan and his minions, by the word of their testimony. Testimony is extremely important. That's right, sister. And I, I want to tell you, I really appreciate your your story, your testimony, and I'm glad that you were born again. And you're amazing because your testimony of being set free from witchcraft is incredibly powerful. What I'd like to do, sister, is have you share on a on a on I would on a on a a live stream devoted to that. I would love to be able to um, have you share more about that, and we can talk about that if you want to send me an email. We oh, can I see if we can organize. You did. I'm sorry. I have to go through and look, no. but um, I'll look again. And I it's, apologize that's not getting back to you. It's okay. It's from Mr. Snow's cat. It's okay, Mr. good. I'll get back to you, and let's go ahead and see if we can get something scheduled, okay, where you can share in greater detail, because I think that is a testimony that I'd like to go ahead and dig a little deeper there, okay, because I think so many people will be able to identify in the hour that we're in, okay? So I'll 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 send you an email this weekend, all right? Okay. Okay, wonderful. And blessings to you and your, your daughter, okay? And thank you for coming on tonight. Okay, bye. Bye. So now, brothers and sisters, we have, um, oops, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Hold on. Sorry about that. I'm getting used to this, Sean. So Sean is joining us with us. And, um, Sean, I want to say thank you for returning to the, um, live stream. And I'd love to hear, more about um what's going on with you how are you sean good how are you i'm doing really well so tell us what's going on brother why don't for people who may not have heard because you came on my broadcast a few weeks ago isn't that right yeah yeah three weeks ago yeah so Thank i'm you. so glad that you're back and um i'd love to hear what the lord's doing in your life i know that our listeners really enjoyed hearing from you so thank you for, <laughs> for joining us again yeah, thanks, and uh, it's good to be with you. Um, and I, I and I, I gotta, you know, I just want to say, me and my wife, we appreciate you, you know, everything that you're doing, bringing people together, and um, it's. I know it takes a lot of time for what you do, so I just want to personally just say thank you. Oh, you know, glory to God! I'm so grateful that 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 I'm so grateful for the opportunity to serve my King in this way, you know. And also, I need fellowship. <laughs> like, this is actually, I mean, it serves many needs, but I am so grateful for you and all the other brothers and sisters who see the changes, who testify of the changes. And um, I'm so grateful for each of you. So grateful for those in the live chat, those in my subs. And so grateful that we can walk together in this hour. So yeah. praise the Lord. So what's going on, Sean? Well, you earlier you you know I jumped on a little um, around seven twenty and you were in Genesis three fifteen yeah. about the uh, mm-hmm. bruise instead of crush his head it mm-hmm. it shall bruise that out of all the Mandela all this you know evil Bible changes that Satan's doing that that's the one that just 
irked me the most, and I, and I, and I, the reason I got on tonight is because I wanted to share with everyone. I can, I can pin that change down within four, or excuse me, five months. Well, wow. when that happened, and I'll tell you real quick, what happened is, uh, my son-in-law was up staying with us from North Carolina up here in New York. They're, they're not Christian. And they're staying with us for a week. And, you know, I was praying, Lord, how do I reach this guy? You know, blah, blah. And I broke out my book. And, you know, his question was, and, and he is Jewish, by the way. And um, he goes, you really believe all that stuff? He's he's of the world. So, you know, you got to be patient and lead him. And, you know, it's and he said to me, you know, but, you know, God kills people in the Bible and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And so anyway point where I'm getting at so I, I pulled my Bible out we're standing at my kitchen counter and I'll say you want to know why there's problems in the world and death and, and all these problems is like and I was just lead them to where we fell in the garden where the curse came in where we we walked away from God and and in my Bible it's highlighted and underlined because I love that it resonated with me when I was first reading this saying, yeah, he's going to come one day and crush him, you know? And he, the, and so he, he was reading this with his own eyes in my King James Bible. So that was uh, last January. Yeah, January. So, and in May, me and my wife were on speakerphone and we're just doing like a little Bible study over the phone because they're from out of town, you know? He accepted the he accepted Jesus as Lord, and he started just it's a whole story by itself. But anyway, he's doing good, and and I just happened to come bring that verse up, and he said and he, and I read it, and he says, "No, I saw that with my own eyes." So between January and May, that went from that um, Genesis three fifteen change that I can tell you for a fact. So I just wanted to share that with when that thing happened. Sorry, I need to mute myself for a minute, but keep on talking. But that is a powerful uh, testimony. And this is what we're seeing, isn't it, Sean? Are you having other experiences that are similar? Yeah, I just, well, that one I know just, it was just like that one, I you know, you could pin down in five months went from the time he saw in my Bible in uh, January and then May when I was on the phone with him. He goes, no, it didn't. It said crush. I saw it. I saw it. And that's when that changed. So within those five months, that that's when it changed. And, you know, and, and, and today, you know, I, I, I tried telling another um, three weeks ago, I, and I kind of jumped around a little bit. But these people that I've known for a long, long time, Christian, they, um, I was at their house today doing more work, and I, Okay. I know I just kind of prayed. I said, Lord, I'm going to bring it up again. And, you know, I walk in, there's a King James Bible sitting right there, you know, and they got the Ten Commandments on the wall. They're, and they're nice, very nice people. Please don't misunderstand me. And so I brought it up to, to her again. And she just kind of listened. And then, like, she came back out a couple hours later. And she goes, you know, Sean, I got to say, I, I disagree with you. I, I'm in shock. And she and I, she goes. People could misconstrue the wolf and the lion. And I said, I don't want to use her name. And I just said, 
look at, I showed you the video with all the preachers, church, recorded church service saying, lying, we will lay with the lamb, lying will lay with the lamb, and all the movie clips. And now in your Bible, it says wolf. And then I went to the two men in one bed, and some of the ones I know that would, she, she knows stuff, you know? And she just wouldn't accept it. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's just really strange to get these types of reactions. You know? But, you know, I, I, I rejoice, Sean, that you and your wife both see the changes. And, yeah. and ultimately, you know, what we're doing, we're just messengers. You know, we, yeah. we don't know who's going to see, and, and we have to move on to the next one. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and I know I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, please, please continue, Sean. No, and I was just I was just telling people, you know, I, you know, I hear people saying, you know, do we, is this for, you know, when Jesus says, you know, many are going to come to me, few find it, you know, and, and I'm like, I have a heart. God gave me a heart for people, man, and you know, we're not we're not dealing with a job promotion. We're not dealing with anything in the world. We're dealing with eternal souls, people, you know. When I got saved, I asked God, give me eyes to see what you see, God, you know, the good in people, you know. And uh, they, um, it, so I, I don't, I don't know if, you know, the, like in, in Revelations, I think it's 22, 10, you know, and the angel says, unseal the book, John. And, um, and then, you know, Jesus jumps in and says, behold, I come quickly. Whoever's filthy, filthy, righteous, righteous, holy, holy, behold, I come quickly. So I'm like, I mean, the way in my, what resonates with me, I'm saying this is where we're at in God's calendar. You know, I mean, um, I, it's, I, I, what I'm doing right now is I, I'm just keep sharing the gospel, man. I see people that are broken and down. Hey, you know, share the good news, you know, of, of Jesus and, and just and just keep doing it and hopefully you know they just remember that one thing call on the Lord, the Lord Jesus you know and because if you go to someone who's not a Christian and you sit there and say hey the Bible is supernaturally changing you got to go outside or it's supernaturally changing they just think you're wacky dude they think you're crazy because they don't believe the Bible anyway so I just tell them I just preach the gospel but uh, other Christians, <clears throat> it, it just—I it, I don't know about you, Cam, but is it? Does it? Is it? Uh, I find it mind blowing that um, people don't see it. You know what I mean? You know, I, we we keep asking that. I think uh, we we keep asking it because it's so unbelievable that they can't see. It's it's yeah. it's jaw dropping. Jaw dropping. I mean, it's so obvious. It's, it, it's yeah. like it's so clear. It, it's self-evident. But yeah, yeah. And I went. Like, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Continue on, Sean. No, what I was saying uh, last time I was on, you know, I took the time, my wife and I, and I researched it all this past summer, and I went to all the churches, like I was saying, and I, I wrote down the Bible verses saying that God was going to send a famine, how Daniel sealed the book and how the angel on Patmos to John was saying, unseal it, what, what the concordance meant. I, I laid it all out, I everything. And some of the key stuff I know without a doubt, and they just look at it and they just, 
then they do what preachers do. Sean, let me pray for you, man. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I'm like, I go, and I, the one pastor, I said, no, I need to pray for you. Your job is this book. You know, you know, and it's just, uh, they try to preach it away. And so, like I said last time I was on, either they know and they're worried about their church and their job or something, or else this is what God was saying. They didn't love the, the truth, so he gave them that strong delusion. They can't see it because they didn't love the truth. Right. I mean, yeah. so this, I, I, it, it's funny how we keep going back to that. But and that's what I have to keep on doing because when I ask the question, it goes in this. It, it's so incomprehensible that they can't see. But hold on one minute, please. Yep. Sorry about that, you guys. I had that little interruption. But I wanted to say that um, I think the real issue is not the real issue, but I think what's made it easier for me is to know it's in the hands of the Lord. And yeah. I have to, I think the, because the hour is so short, I'm aware that I can't, I, I'll, and I've shared this with you guys before because this is my experience. And something that I've come to have peace with is that if I share with someone and then they reject it, um, I just move along. And yeah, I'm so cautious about who I share what with and when. I'm really yeah. asking the Lord when when to do that. Um, yeah. And then we just move along, you know. But yeah. Sean, it's so good. I'm so glad that you're awake and that you're sharing the gospel. That's, that is the most important thing is that we're sharing the gospel with people. Now, I do yeah, Really quick, I want to just mention Sparky is in the back is in the uh, on backstage right now, so I just want to mention that. Okay. Um. So what other what other things would you like to share with us tonight, Sean? I mean, you really have, you know, um, what other is is there anything that the Lord is revealing to you right now or sharing with you that you'd like to share with us? You know, I it I, I really I would just say you know I I just have just the. Uh, you know, my personal relationship with the Lord. And I would just strongly tell people, I mean, anybody who's on this channel right now and is spiritually awake and can see these things, I would just say, smile and say, hey, this just confirms my faith. You know what I mean? It excites me. You know, it, it, it was heart-wrenching at first, but the Lord just kind of, you know, hey, th everything that I said, it's happening and it may it just reinstates my faith even stronger and deeper and i and one thing i i i find is and i've been doing it ever since i've been saved is you know just talk to him not only is he the everlasting father the prince of peace and lord of all he's also friend um. That's and, so and, and to, to to share that. That's right. He is our friend. He is our friend. And you know what I do for my friend and king that late took my place is I listen. You hear my voice. I don't sing when I'm alone. I praise him. I I, I every day 
he brings I, I don't think it has been not one day in seven years I have my eyes haven't filled with some kind of tears of joy because he he accepted me for every who I am knows everything and he still he loves us he loves us all and I would tell people don't let this stuff get you down you know our Lord's coming very very soon I mean we all know it we all feel it and I mean, that's why we're all here, you know, and, and uh, iron sharp, sharpens iron, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it's just um, sometime when you do like a testimonial, I, I, I get a testimony I think everyone like to hear, and, and it's not a boasting thing. It's just, I, I think it's. Uh, well, Sean, go ahead and share. I'd like to hear. Well, I, I mean, it was just, it was just how, how, it, how it happened. And, um, you know, it was just me listening to, by accident, turning a radio station in my truck seven years ago. And it landed on, uh, uh, a radio, Christian radio station. It's just recorded church services. And I went to turn it and I couldn't, like something said, don't turn it. And, you know, I just kept driving my work truck and I just listened. It didn't make any sense to me. Well, the next day, it was on that same radio station, and I listened. So the story goes, I just kept listening day over day, week over week. Next thing I know, I couldn't wait to get up in the morning to get in that truck and keep listening. And because something for the first time, I was feeling something. Nothing in this world ever gave me. Something was giving me a joy, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. And, um, my, and at the time, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, I hid this from her for, I would say, probably seven months or so. She had no idea I was researching, seeking God out. She had no idea. And, and then one night, she went to bed and I just started, I flipped the, the TV over to a Christian channel. I couldn't get enough of it, man. I just couldn't get enough of it. And then one night, while I was drinking a beer, the there was two pastors on the, my flat screen TV talking, and all of a sudden the volume went out. And I want everyone that can hear my voice on this tonight. I heard the most beautiful voice I've ever heard in my life. And he called me by my name. Wow. And he said, be still. It's okay. Mm. And I'm a pretty tough guy. I grew up, no parents, that kind of whole blah, blah, blah story. And first time in my life, I knew what real love was and I knew what real fear was. Just as clear as you're hearing my voice. And, and that's a lot for people to, to even Christians like, wow, really? And so I finally, I, when I, when I say I didn't know the human body could weep that hard, I was covered in tears and my nose was running. And I, I can't tell you everything that we talked about. It, and as he was leaving and I, I only thing I could move was my, my head. And I looked down 
and it was like my chest was like a speaker. I can't explain that. I don't even know how. I don't know how he he does what he does. But and then when he he was leaving, somehow I managed with a lump in my throat. I said, "Don't go." And he came back to me, and he said, "Sean, pray for your ex-wife." And I and I said, "I can't." Very clearly, he said, get up and pray. I went to the patio door. I opened the door, lit up a cigarette. I started praying. And as soon as I, I don't even remember, I just never really prayed before. I just, I wish her the best, these kind of things. And as soon as I said amen, boom, I could hear the TV again. So the, the next morning, I woke up. And I was like a new person. I could feel a love in my house that I've never known before. And I slowly got down to my knees in my robe. And I said, I lay it all at your feet. I'm yours, Lord. Do whatever you will with me. And I, I don't think there's not one day I haven't shared Jesus with somebody somewhere. And, and he he's he's done extraordinary things and with my life and he'll do it with anybody's life and blessed are they all of us on here that have eyes to see this stuff and and when i finally did get my king james bible the when i opened it up I, and i kid you not and there's a plaque on my wall i could turn the camera and you could see it it's a bible verse it says fear not for i have redeemed you I have called you by name. You are mine. And that night. Okay, that is, you know what? That is one of my favorite verses ever. Isn't that from Isaiah? Yeah, uh, 40, I got my glass on, 40 something one, 40, 43 one. Yeah, I love that. And you know what? Has that been changed? I haven't, I haven't, Let me go look. I need to go look. Uh, you're going to break my heart. Don't break my heart. <laughs> it's a great yeah. verse. Yeah. Let me just see. Okay. Keep yeah. keep talking, brother. Yeah. So I, I would just tell people, you know, and it's like, you know, and a lot of, lot of and I'm telling you, when, when God opens your eyes up to stuff, so, you know, that was a, a moment I, I – I, I just wanted to share with people, man. I mean, God really does speak to people. Might not be like that. I had the, you know, road to Damascus uh, testimony, but um, I just, if, I just want, I, I, I say these things to tell people to encourage them to keep pushing on because you get spiritually attacked, man. The devil doesn't want us knowing this stuff. He doesn't want us out there spreading this stuff. And, um, my wife got attacked during dreams. Uh, it's it's just crazy stuff. And, you know, just we got to keep pushing on. Well, I want to say, you know, hearing your share your testimony, what I what is so encouraging about your testimony is how he met you in such a personal way and how powerful his love is and his yeah. goodness. And and it's so tangible. That's the thing is that the love of the Lord is so tangible and it's, it's so overwhelming when you're, when you have that experience of his love the first time. It's just yeah. an incredible experience. 
Yeah, it's just, I, I, there's nothing in this world quite like that, and nothing. And can I ask you, how's your, okay, this is, I, I know Sparky is still with us and she's waiting to come on board, but let me ask you, do you, did your relationship with your ex-wife change, and did she see the changes in you? Does she know that you're now walking with the Lord? Um, oh, yeah, I, she knows I'm walking with the Lord, and, and, and I, I ran into her about, I don't know, I'd say a year later, you know, because I have two children with her, you know, so um, they're adults, adult children. And uh, and I was telling to her, I, I asked her, I said, I said, I couldn't understand why the Lord said pray for her. And I, part of my testimony is like, I loved that woman, and she wasn't faithful, okay? And that's why I didn't understand that night the Lord said, pray for her. And then when I say in a half a second, I'm thinking everything it happened to me. Why am I praying for her? And I didn't understand. And then here's what I wanted people to how God works. Months and months later, I went to bed one night, and tears went down the sides of my face, and I just started crying. I said, I forgive you, Laura, from my heart. Wow, powerful. That's what God said, pray for her. So I ran into her once, and I said, hey, are you doing good, and this and that? And I said, listen, I'm going to tell you something. You might think it's crazy. And I kind of explained to her, and I said, is everything going all right? And she kind of got a little teary-eyed, and I said, um, you know, I go, Laura, the last, is everything okay? Because the last thing you told me to do is to pray for you. And she, I don't, you know, I think there's, she didn't share with me, but there's something going on there. But, and I told you that night I was uh, drinking a beer and I haven't drank in uh, seven years now. So, yeah, he, he, he. He's a he's a great God and uh yeah so yeah every my 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 family my you know Max wife my kids know I'm a Christian and they know the change and um but you know there's a there's a verse in the Bible you know I don't I couldn't tell you where it is but it you know cuz my my current wife Sharon and I, we, we, we worry about our ch children, you know, are they truly saved or, you know, cause they're not, you know, and I found this verse in the Bible that says, God, Lord, God says, I will contend with the one that contends with you. That means fight. God said, I'm going to fight the one who's fighting you and I will save your children. And I just found that very encouraging. So. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah, you know, Sean, you, I, I just want to say, I just appreciate your, well, one, your testimony just, I have a smile on my face hearing you speak because it's so refreshing and so pure as you're sharing your testimony, your experiences, and, and I, you, you remind us of our first love. And there's nothing yeah. like it. There's nothing like it. It's like he is, he is, he, he's, he is um he's worth it all you know everything. He, he is worth everything and when you have that experience with him you it's love that the world this world has nothing to offer right no he has nothing. everything 
everything. Listen, and we, and we are, him. and he, he talks, all of us are different, okay? There's guys and girls, uh, African-Americans, white, Asian, European, American, whatever. We're all his children that are in Christ. And he deals with us, like I have two children. I deal with each of them differently, but I love them the same. And that's how our Heavenly Father deals with us. He knows how to deal with me the way he knows, but he might deal with you in a way it's good right for you. And that's what makes him God and him perfect. And when I use and the father, word... And, and even his father. He's a father. Yeah, he, 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 he knows father. us intimately. And he and knew us before, in our, he knew us before the foundations of the world and before he, he formed us, he knew us. Is that astounding? Now I have to tell you, crazy. brother, your, your testimony is causing some people in the live stream, in the live chat to cry. So people yeah, are really resonating what you're saying. And you know what? And, and I just tell people, man, listen, there's, listen, God came to his creation. He's our only way out to go be with him. And I love that verse, I think it's in John, where he says, what greater love is there than lay down someone their life for your friends? And, and I'm like, that hit me, man. And I was like, he's, a, he's our heavenly father. And when you read those verses, he says, if you lose a hair of your head, I know. He says, when you came out of your mother's womb, he said, I was singing over you. We are so precious. He is, he created life. We, and, and listen, I, I get, he just put this in my spirit right now. He's listening. He's smiling at all of us. He's aware of all this. He encouraged me to jump on and speak with you tonight. Um, and I would just tell everyone there, don't forget, like he says, don't forget your first love. It's good that we're doing all this. Spend time with him, worship him, raise your hands to him. And if you're doing, you're in a place in your, Christian walk, you might be out there a little backslidden or whatever the case is. Go talk to him, man. I, I go out on my front porch and I and I, and I, I just talk to him like a, a friend. Lord, am I bugging you too much? Can I talk to you again? And he loves that, man. I, oh, you, he, you know, Sean, you were so uh, you caused me to laugh out loud. I was muted. And I laughed out loud just in pure, utter joy of this relationship you have with the Lord. It's it's contagious. It's infectious. And that's the light. The light of Christ is operating in you. And it's so yeah. precious. It's he makes all things new. Doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, listen. You know what when I when I finally told Sharon about what happened to me and uh I grabbed my chest and I, I was like a, you know how they say you're babes in Christ, new in Christ, whatever? I go I, I'm not kidding you. I looked at her. I go, I think he's in me. <laughs> I think he's in me. You oh, know? that's so precious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, listen, I, I, you know what? He is, I can tell you, I can tell you, Sean. Yes. It's obvious. Christ in you, the hope of glory. I, I, I sense his presence in you as you're speaking. The way you speak of him is my spirit's very familiar with what you're speaking of. I resonate. Um, I just completely he's know. He's our everything. He's our everything. But it's like he he just waits and he's so loving. He's so good. You know, he's, he, as, as he takes us through the trials and tribulations of this world, we have to remember that he's faithful and he's working something out in us, refining yes. us. He's, he's yes. helping us to grow in him, to reflect him, to 
Um, and we need to remember that no matter what we're going through right now is to trust, trust him to work out. I, his I, that's right. And I would tell, tell everyone that I, 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 you know, when he says he's drawn to the humble hearted, the broken hearted, the more I, in my, my walk with him, I kept emptying myself out, keep humbling down, keep humbling down. And the more and more he kept lifting me up and showing me everything in this world, you know, <laughs> more than the Bible changes, everything he showed me and my wife, it, it's everything is a lie. Everything is to hide God and the way everything is. And, and I would, t I would, I, I would want to leave everyone with this is that Make him always first in your life. And I know it's hard sometimes to get caught up with kids and bills and work and running around. But, man, just keep him in your heart first. Talk to him. He's, he's, he's our father and he's friend. I don't know what else to say. And, and, and stay humble before him and, and just let him do the work. And, you, you, like he says, why ye worry about tomorrow? Don't even worry about it. Let it go. We, you know, I remind you of that verse that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And that's exactly that's right. what he does. And isn't it interesting when you think of the word pride, how it's been hijacked? Well, not hijacked, but you have the, the whole, anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But we, I think you said something else that's really important that made you reminded of is that he does, God disciplines those he loves. He chastises those he loves. And we need to remember yeah. that when that's happening, is to allow him to, to do his work in us. And I, too, have been broken to the core. I have been completely, completely broken before the Lord many times. Um, disappointments in the world, um, pain, um, hurt, and he has healed me supernaturally. But uh, but I would say that process, the ability to forgive, is absolutely essential to our growth. Yeah, In you, fact, you got you, you have well, to, uh, and yeah. you, you, have to, you have the will to forgive. And I have to tell you this is that I was hurt so deeply. I mean, we're talking the wounds were so deep, and that I had I it took me a while, but I would say, Lord, I choose to forgive. I, I didn't feel it at first, right? But I choose to forgive, and then all of a sudden one day you realize I really forgive that person and I love them, right? Yeah. And he yeah, changes like, you on the inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all of a sudden now when I see my ex-wife, I go up, I give her a hug, I even tell her I love you, and she's remarried, I wish her the best. And only God can do that, you know, and – That's and, right. Know, he, he's only, him and he is, that's only you – know, how beautiful is that? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he, he, you just, you, he, only God can make change a heart like that. And, and what you said, you know, when, I, when I'm out there and I'm sharing the gospel with people, especially people that knew who I was, okay, and, and I'll say, you listen, it's not because he spoke to me, and there's many other things that he showed me. It's, it's, it's mind blowing, but I'll say, this is, I said, this is how I know I found truth, the living God. And I said, no one in my life has ever disciplined me this much. 
And I say, because he loves me. He loves me. And I tell people, it's not all the bells and whistles and the, you know, all that's great. But, I mean, he literally, I, I, he's had me rolling on the carpet and my hands, forgive me, Lord. I mean, he breaks you down and he, it's just wonderful. And, and You know, isn't that funny? I mean, it seems like it's, it's diametrically opposed, but they're not. He humbles mm-hmm. you and he restores you. He rebuilds yeah. you and he wants to purify you. He wants to uproot yeah. all that is not of him and replace it with more of it. We need to decrease so he can increase. And, yeah, and right. really, when you think of when David would cry out to the Lord, you know, in, in Psalm, I used to love reading Psalms, but David would just pour his heart out before the Lord, right? And he knew right. he was just beset with, with sin, with weakness, and, and he'd cry out to the Lord. And how many of us can identify with David, right? Because David just yeah. kept on, he was called a friend of God, but he kept on sinning, you know, he committed all these sins. But the Lord was his, his, the Lord redeemed him, and the Lord can redeem all of us. He can redeem you. But Those just, are listening right now. And he will, because you, you look at, look what all the thing King David did in that Bible with Bathsheba, with her husband, adultery, yes. murder. He did all these things. Look at Peter, denied him. That's right. Listen, I am no saint. I sin. I'm a born again Christian. I'm, I'm not perfect. And you know what? He takes all of that. And, and I, and when I hear preachers and they're saying, Oh, well, you, you gotta watch out. You won't make it to heaven. I'm like, apparently you don't know God's word and, and you don't know him because that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of just false teaching that's out there, but it was, you know, it's interesting when you step back and you see the change in scripture and then you realize how the lies that we were fed that were doctrinally unsound that made people were saved by works. Right. Yeah. And, and I started going down that rabbit hole, if you will. In the beginning, when I got saved, I feel like I had a I went I got I was started going to a Calvary Chapel church, you know, and I was going every Wednesday and this and that. Then there were, I had a fallout with them. And I don't. Uh, and, but here's what it is. I don't go to any building. I haven't gone to a building church in probably, I don't know, call it five years. And all of a sudden, when I start when I stopped going to church. My spiritual walk with Jesus really took off. And, and it's like, wait a minute. Peter was right. He's not in the building made with human hands. I'm the temple of the Holy God. And I'm like, he's in me. I'm in him, like Jesus says. I am the true vine. You are the branches. Whoa. That's we missed right. something here. We he missed something here. In him. Yes, That's right. In him. So, Sean, you know what? I want, I enjoy having you here and listening to you. We have two people that are waiting to, to join us. Um, but let me see what time it is. It's 6.17. Um, I, and I, so Sparky, I want to say I see that you're here in Patrick and I want to, um, uh, you've been so patient. So, Sean, do you mind if, um, what, is no, I'm going to like, Okay. I want to say, Sean, you are, you're just refreshing. And I love your enthusiasm, your sincere enthusiasm and love for the Lord. It's so infectious. And yeah. it, it so encourages me. Like my spirit feels really, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit when you're speaking. Like I really, his love is like coming through you as you're speaking. And I'm just so thankful for that. So yeah, thank you I, for I, sharing. 
Thanks for having me on. Just remember, people, eternity starts the day you accepted the Lord, man. Just live your enjoy it now. He's 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 everything. And I and I just thanks for having me on it. I won't take up any more time. No, well, let me just tell you. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for Sean's testimony and that of his wife. I pray blessings upon upon his family, and I thank you for his testimony of reconciliation and healing. And we speak your favor over him, and we pray more miracles would be evident in and through him in Jesus' name. Thanks, brother, for joining us, and come back again Thank soon, you. okay? Okay, bye bye. Okay. Bless you. Bye bye. Bless you. Bye bye. Hi, Marlena's name. Hi, Sparky. I'm going to invite you. Go ahead, Sparky. I need to ask you. Go ahead and mute the live stream. Can you do that? You need to mute the video. Sparky? Hey, Sparky, are you still there? Okay, I see you just muted your mic. So what you need to do is you need to mute the the video on my channel. You need to mute that on YouTube. Hi, Sparky. Can you say something? Oh, we can hear you. Hey, Sparky? We can hear you. I can hear noise coming through your computer. Okay, there's not... Sparky, can you say something? Hold on just a second. I'm trying to get to it. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, so thanks for joining us today. What's on your mind? Okay, I did that. Wonderful. So, Sparky, thanks for joining us tonight. Can you share a little bit about how you woke up to the changes? Hi. Sparky? I can't hear you. My headphones. Then maybe your headset's not working. Did you did you did you test? Sparky, did you test your headset? You know what I'm doing? I'm going to mute you, Sparky. You can do your test on your mic to make sure it's working, okay? Because I have a couple of other people that are waiting in. Well, here. there's a lot of lag on here, and I can't hear you at all through my headphones. Yeah, you know what you need to do? You need to turn the, you need to turn the YouTube off. Um, yeah, uh, well... I was actually studying, um, yes, can you hear me? Okay, Sparky, I'm going to say this again. You need to turn the volume off on the live stream oh. on my channel. Are you there, Sparky? Okay, Sparky, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and remove you from the stream. Um, because I think that you're having difficulty with the YouTube volume. You need to turn the YouTube volume off before you come on to the live stream. Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and just um, take you off the stream for right now. There we go. And then I'm going to go ahead and uh, click on Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hello. Can you hear me? How are you, Patrick? Is this Patrick the Patrick that's been on before? Yes, it is. Yes. Well, how wonderful is that? 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Patrick, I'm glad you're here. Oh, I'm so I'm so glad that that you let me come back on, and and I'm the act, I'm the one who actually just finished the movie, who made the comment on your page. On that's um, me. Pat- on oh, EYA. Wonder, oh, oh, of course you are. Yeah. Okay, of course. Patrick, you, no, you did. Okay. That, oh, isn't that interesting? Of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> that's me. Okay. Me. So, Patrick, what's been going on with you? So, did you see the movie then? Well, so, you know what? I, I, I did. I just watched the movie. Literally, a few minutes ago, I finished it. Um, I will not give the movie away because I suggest, I suggest everyone watch it because it's really well done, and um, it mentions the Bible being changed twice. Not once, but twice. Um, once in a eulogy of his daughter's death, and then another time again. So it, it, it's, it doesn't just mention changes around us. It mentions the Bible twice. So it, it, it really puts the Bible in a very... Um, large playing field in the movie um and it's it's by someone who is from the community and um it's it's just it's well done it's a really good movie you know and and those of us who who are in the community have our have our differences you know i i don't believe in multiverse and stuff like that i i believe in Lion signs and wonders. That's okay. You don't have to believe it, you know. But it's it's what's happening. You just don't have to believe it. So the the movie portrays us as not crazy, is very sane, and it puts us in a very interesting light. And I I just I just want to tell everybody that it's. It's really good and well done, and I'm impressed. I thought it was going to be shady and bad and in Hollywood, but it's not. It, it it's by somebody so, in our own community. May I just, may I just mention something because some people yeah. ask what the movie is. It's a Mandela effect movie, is what Mandela Patrick was referring to. Movie. Yes, it's 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 a Hollywood movie. It was released today, and it was put on Amazon to um, to either rent or buy today. Uh, as well as re- being released in theaters, but it's it's about the Mandela effect in the community. Um, it has its own views, and it's it's kind of skewed toward a Hollywood vibe of of you know um, bigger than than what should be. But it was really well done, and it it's a good good movie, and it mentions the Bible changes, which for me that might that as soon as he started mentioning um isaiah i was like what 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 my ears perked up and i was like oh wait a minute wait a minute and they mentioned the verses as they were before they changed um which is extremely interesting the verses were mentioned prior to the changes and um they're the you know the bible changes are mentioned uh more than one time in the movie so it's it's worth it's worth watching and um the biggest thing is it it makes us it starts to to get us out into a bigger audience like you know my parents actually watched the trailer and you know 
from my story, my, my parents are not what you would consider, you know, Christian. Um, but they saw the trailer and they were like, wait a minute, the Monopoly guy doesn't have a monocle. That's weird. And it, it started a, a, a banter of conversation. And, um, so I just, I just wanted to mention the movie. I'm very pleased with it and you need to watch it. It's, it's worth seeing. Okay, that's really good to know because, like as I said earlier, I didn't think I was going to go see it, but yeah, maybe I will check it out. Um, uh, I think it's, it's worth seeing. Um, and it, like I said, it, it doesn't go down the path that it should, per se, with with what's really happening, but it actually does open up a doorway to what is occurring, and it brings in the Bible. It, it definitely pulls in the Bible. So. Um, you know, that's, that's always a plus, always a plus and a positive. Right. And, you know, it's, I think, of course, it is because it could be a launching pad to discuss yes. this. And, if, and people who have their hearts, I mean, I believe, you know, God is using that movie then to wake well, up his bride. Yes. Wake, yes. It, to, maybe they don't come to YouTube, right? Yep. I mean, I, yep. Well, I you know, YouTube, huge, I mean, you know, YouTube is going to be, YouTube is going to be pretty soon. A lot of the channels that we go to for information and for guidance and for help are going to be shut down. You know, that that's coming. It's real quick. That The 10th and 12th, it's, it's right around the corner. Um, and that is that is coming, and it's already starting to happen. But watching this movie, I felt the Holy Spirit all over me. And my friend texted me, and she said, I had these weird chills watching um, part of this movie. And I was like, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy wow. Spirit. Yes. Yes. So I, 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 I honestly feel like God is using somebody in the community um, who wrote and directed this movie, who is a legitimate man. Um, and I really, really believe that this is part of the, the, uh, the, last, uh, the last push, the last awakening, um, because we're, we're – we're right there at the end. I mean, we're we're really close to the end. And I think that this movie coming out at the time it's coming out, right before the the wedding ring, um, uh, wedding ring eclipse that's going to happen on December twenty sixth, uh, and all the changes that that are going to occur next year. I, I think that this movie is not of the enemy. It's of God. Now, it, 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 when I say it's of God, it doesn't have the storyline that it should, but it's got the underlying theme that, that, that makes you kind of stop and pause and think and, and say, wait, what? Wait, what? Isaiah? Oh, wait, 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 what? And you pay attention more to the Bible changes than anything else in the movie. Um, for me. So, I honestly believe that this movie has been something that has been uh, a gift laid in our well, lap from God. That's really good to know, and I think thank you for that. And maybe what we should do is um, I'll pray about it and see if the Lord wants me to yeah. watch it. I think the issue is is I know it is talking about multi, multi it is. multiple universes and stuff like that, and that it maybe is. becomes a talking point, right? And, and exactly. Maybe saying, okay, well, that, exactly. You know, that's, so I think I will. So I just 
I'll pray for confirmation just, to see that. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, always, whatever you do, pray about everything. But but I wanted to let you know that it's that it's really good, and it does mention the Bible more than once, um, which shocked me because I I I really didn't think that it would mention the Bible at all. Right, right. But it does. Um, you know, it it uh, it goes into the. Um, it, it talks about uh, his awakening with the effect uh, coming through trauma or near death or, or stuff like that. And then it, it kind of steps beyond that. Um, but it mentions the Bible more than one time. So Awesome. And, you know, yeah. I think Church for the Truth was waiting to speak. And I apologize, Church for the Truth, because I think you just dialed out again. I really want to say, is there anybody else in the live chat that wants to join um, the live stream? Just go ahead and click the link. Um, look in the video description and you can join the chat. It's always interesting to hear from people um, in the, the live chat and have you share your testimony with all of us and other things that the Lord is laying on your heart. And you don't have to come on for a long time. It could just be a, a short little check-in. Um, would love to hear from you. So please join us. And I'm sorry, Trish, for the truth that we were a little bit late there, but it was a cue. So, Patrick, what else is going yeah. on with you? How's your? I got to ask you, how's so, your sister doing? Okay, so my sister is doing really, really well. Um, the surgery went excellent. Um, she is she is doing outstanding. My personal Good. life <laughs> that that is taking a nosedive. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. So uh, I was laid off by my company out of the um, blue. Mm-hmm. What you know? And, and, but it, you know, I'm going to pray for you because I'll tell you well, something. I understand how that goes well, and I well, think the Lord has a purpose in that. What's 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 really strange? Here's what's really strange, Cat. I mean, my life is my life has been touched by God for so long and so deeply that it's insane. So I was laid off, and two days later, I was rehired because. <gasps> Come to find out, <laughs> the job that I did was not done by anybody else, and the country that that my my position was moving to couldn't handle the U.S. regulations and and things of this nature um, from from here. So they actually rehired me for Is January first in a different position for the same salary and the same title with a different manager. I mean, oh, what if, a blessing is that? If you have time off right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if that's if that's not if that's not God, I don't know what is. I mean, to be laid off from a job yet two days later be, to be rehired yeah, because I mean, there's nobody else who can do what you do via God. I mean, mm-hmm. it is literally Jesus Christ written all over that. He does not want me. He he wants me to be where I'm at. He is keeping me um, stable. But but here's the most interesting thing. When I was laid off, uh, I was driving. You know, I've been painting and, and redoing my house to try to sell it. And I was driving to Home Depot. And I was praying and crying. You know, I was crying, which I always do. Um, and I was I was just like, I don't understand this, God. I'm doing everything you want me to do. And, and now I get this. I don't understand, blah, 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 blah. So I go to Home Depot. I get some painting supplies. I'm, I'm in the checkout line, and I'm checking out, 
and the guy who is who is the cashier says to me, um, and, and I don't have the exact words, but he says something to the effect of, um, "The Lord God is all around you. He is all around you." And I kind of perk up and I look up and I said, "Huh?" And he said, "The Lord God is all over you." And I said, "Okay, what? What? Like, what do you mean?" And he said, "I just, I just, I feel that I'm supposed to tell you that the Lord God is your provider. You're concentrating on on a person or or other aspects of of where your money is coming from and provision, but but it, that's that's no, no." The Lord God, Jesus, is your provider, and you've forgotten that, and I need to tell you that. And he, he's never looked me in the eyes. And I'm, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, are you joking me? I'm just crying in my car. And so I look at him, and, I, and I'm like, are you kidding? And he said, no. He said, look, I occasionally I feel this, this urge, this need to tell people Okay, we just lost Patrick. Um, so, Patrick, go ahead and reconnect with us because um, you're sharing something so amazing, like a divine encounter there. So I'm going to wait for you to come back. He sometimes gets booted off his system, but wasn't that powerful? Wow. I mean, I want to hear because he said he took a nosedive, so I want to hear what else he's speaking of. But I'm so encouraged by what the Lord has done in his life. and. You know, brothers and sisters, you might find that you've been laid off from your work recently. You might find that, you know, you've had some, some, maybe you've been fired, you know, laid off. The Lord has a purpose in that. And I would just say that if that's happening to you right now, I just pray in the name of Jesus for God to bless you with faith and hope and provision, that he would um, bless the work of your hands and that you will be faithful to do what he asks of you as you wait upon him to open up a door that no man can shut. God is so faithful, friends, when we seek him to provide for all of our needs. So just keep that in mind. I don't know who else needs to hear that tonight, but I think that Patrick's um, testimony is an encouragement for all of us. So praise the Lord. Let me ask you, brothers and sisters, I don't have anybody else waiting in queue to come join us tonight. Maybe his battery died. Um, but he's still not with us. Does anybody else in live chat want to join? And when you do join again, brothers and sisters, I know that Sparky has some difficulties. Um, but you want to go ahead and you want to test your mic. It does have a testing. Um, when you, when you, when you click on the link, it will allow you to test your mic to make sure it's working. But you absolutely must mute the YouTube live stream, the one that you're listening to right now. You need to mute that. And the way you do that is you, you click on the, the little um, um, speaker in the bottom left of the YouTube video, and you can mute it. That's really important. Otherwise, it will come through the live stream. So I don't see anybody else who's showing up here. I can wait a few more minutes to see if anybody else wants to join and share what's on your heart. And I just think there might be one or two of you left that might want to share tonight. So. Um, let's see here. I know flat-footed you said you wanted to join. I think you said there was some type of issue. 
Um, let's see here. And then former um, 5 did you want to go ahead and join? I think you said you wanted to share on an earlier thread. Maybe not tonight. So I'm just going to scroll back here, see what's going on in the live chat. So, yeah, I'll just tell me so I'll see you and chat about a few things. Um, I know what I can talk about. A few Mandela effects in the world that I came across. And one, and let me see if I can find, actually, I'll just talk to you guys about it. Um, Baron Trump. Now, I remember Baron Trump. Baron Trump is the son of President Trump and his wife, right? Baron Trump. And I remember distinctly Baron having two R's in it. Now, I shared some residual on Facebook. I'm not going to go look for it right now. But now his name has one R. It's been changed to one R, Baron Trump. So that was a change for me that I just discovered. Another one that I recently found out about is the Ku Klux Klan. KKK, I definitely remember it as KL. Oh, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? I wonder if my pause might be... Hold on a minute. Can you guys hear me? Let me know if you can hear me. I think I have to charge my pause. Hold on a minute. I need to do something here. Bear with me. I'm going to go ahead and get out my other pods here. So I'm going to go ahead and put this in. Yeah. So I'm using another, um, I'm, can you guys hear me? I'm using, I just plugged in another, um, Oh, it shouldn't have done that. I wonder why that happened. That's strange. Looks like my pod's still life in it. I don't know why I heard a sound. Let me just check this out again. Sorry, friends. So, let me put this on. Okay, so, yeah, so Baron Trump's name changed. That was new for me. But Ku Klux Klan. So I definitely remember Ku Klux Clan KKK, and I remember the first word was K L U, clue. Now it's just K U, and I absolutely remember it as K L U, not just K U. Clue Klux Clan. What about you? So, brothers and sisters, yeah, so New Kingdom Coming, you remember it that way, too. But now it's KU. Isn't that weird? It's now just KU. Now it's Ku Klux Klan. Isn't that weird? Ku Klux Klan. So we have Alicia just joined us. So I'm going to go ahead and um, click on Alicia to join the stream. Hi, Alicia. Thank you for joining. You're actually live right now. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, you sound great. 
Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Welcome. Thank you. So I've actually been checking out some of your videos over the past few weeks, and I've just, like, I I literally thought I was going crazy when I first found out about the changes when I was reading scripture. And I'm like, you know, why do I feel so confused? Like, I should not be this confused reading scripture. And can you tell us, can, I just, can, can, can we go back a little bit? So when was this happening? Well, I didn't really grow up in, like, a Christian home, so I didn't have any background with, like, as far as knowledge and memory of Scripture. Um, it happened, I want to say, in June of this year. So it wasn't long ago. Wow. But, um... For me, it was the grammar issues. Like, I felt like like the grammar issues, I feel like, are so in your face. How can people yeah. miss those? And um, when I was reading um, the KJV, I remember specifically the word, the reason why I remember the wineskins verse is because it was in complete capital letters. And I just remember reading, like, stuff like that sticks out to me. I mean, like, that word was all caps, wineskins. And then the following time, probably like a month later, I went back through that same chapter, and it had changed, and I'm like, something's going on. Right, then, so now wineskins has now changed to bottles. So we have bottles, bottles of wine right. yeah. and bottles of milk and bottles of water. Next is going to be a oh, bottle, yeah. bottle right. of aqua seltzer. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah. And, like, I just, I praise God for relieving me from that confusion because, you know, I was at a a family dinner, I want to say a month ago, and I told my family members about it. And some of them, um, they were all my husband's family, actually. So some of them I have only met, you know, one or two times. And I had you know, brought it up, and I asked all of them at the table, who laid down with the lamb? Every single one of them said the lion. So I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't say that anymore. And I want to share something. I think this would this has been a great tool for me with, you know, discerning between scripture is, um, it's called the version app. So you can pretty much download any type of uh, translation through this app so and you can compare scriptures on one page like once you have the translations download downloaded so it's a it's a good way to be able to um you know discern the truth between you know what the real scripture is you know because for someone like me who doesn't have you know the memory of it i guess you could say it's definitely helpful And you know what I heard about the Bible app is that, um, well, this was actually not three years ago, but some people were saying that they they didn't update the Bible app, and so the Bible changes weren't happening as fast on the Bible app. So no, some, of them, you, some of them are still the same, yeah. Okay, so that, yeah, so everyone do check. That's a great resource. Thank you, sister. So does anybody in your life recognize that the Bible is changing? Um, no one except for my uh, 81-year-old uncle. 
Wow. And he, and he was like, he looked at me and he goes, yep, Daniel chapter 725. And I was like, oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. And Isn't that wonderful? Wife, it is. And it like gave me some relief because literally there was probably, um, gosh, I want to say eight of us at the table when I brought this up. And out of every single one of them, he was the only one who knew what I was talking about. And it was a giant relief because, you know, as like one of them, I think it's his, my husband said it's his uncle Mark. I'd only met him one other time. Um, he is a co-pastor and he's actually the one who showed me the app. So, wow. You know, I mean, it was, I'm just glad that, you know, other people are, starting to notice because I have noticed a growth in the people who are seeing the changes. Well, you know what? First of all, I have to ask you. So you, this was back in June that you, you recognized the Bible was changing. Were you reading scripture this whole time or did you take a, a, um, a, an absence? Were you? I was back and forth because, so this was my thing. Like I started out as like, an atheist, I guess you could say. Um, when I was 18, my best friend was murdered and that kind of mm-hmm. like sent me into a, like, there's no God. Why would he let, you know, an 18 year old girl? Like, so that's kind of what I went through. And then I joined the Marine Corps and, um, my family was in a lot of like occultic stuff. And, um, my mother had actually went and saw a medium mm. and, now that I know that stuff like that can open doors to demonic, you know, spirits in your life, you know, I didn't know that then. Now I do, praise God. But, you know, that was just kind of brought me to, like, the agnostic side of it because my mother started telling me, like, a lot of weird stuff. And then I just, I was like, you know, if there is a God, I I didn't know who I was praying to at the time, mm. but I was like, I just want the truth. Like, I don't care what it comes down to. Like, I don't care if I can explain it or not. I just, I just want the truth. And then, um, I came across, so if anyone has any atheist friends, like, don't lose hope. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's a process and it's on, you know, the Lord's time. It's on his time. And that's, you know, something that I think a lot of us tend to forget. And I was, you know, recently reminded of just because my husband's in a different phase with, you know, his walk with, you know, Jesus Christ right now. So it's. What do you mean? Well, he was seeing that he was raised in um, like he doesn't he never met his dad. But mm-hmm. he was raised in a, you know, his grandparents brought him to church every week. And it was a Baptist church. So from my understanding and from talking to people like within, you know, with backgrounds in the Baptist church, I don't know much about, you know, like denominations. I don't feel like there should be denominations in the kingdom of God anyway. But um, he was just raised up in like a legalistic type home I guess and I'm not saying that you know sin is like not important because it absolutely is you know I believe that repentance is necessary but um 
you know, like the thing that comes to mind is, you know, men's traditions mixing in with, you know, what God wants. And, um, you know, I just, I think he's, I'm not really sure, like, completely where he's at right now because I try to, like, bring it up and talk to him and he deflects. So I don't know if I'm making him uncomfortable or, like, um, I'm not really sure. Like, it's hard. You know, to, I, it, it is hard. And I think that because he lot. doesn't even know, I think. Right. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I think a lot of us have had similar experiences where there, there people just shut down. They, they don't even respond. They 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 literally check out. They'll change the subject to something oh, yeah. that's absolutely totally different and actually completely meaningless. You know? Oh yeah, it's it's a mind boggling. But you know, I'm you know, Alicia. I have to say, I'm so thankful that you are recent. You recently woke up. You know, in the last six months, and it is a reminder to all of us to to keep sharing the truth of scripture changes um because we don't know who will have ears to hear you know we've been praying for you is what i can tell you those of us who've been awake for you know i'm going on three and a half years here i've seen changes so it's like which is amazing to me that it's been this long because i didn't think it would be this long and i recently came across a piece of information that i think would you know be i mean I guess crucial to this type of sure. you know, conversation. Um, so I've noticed that a lot of people have noticed changes before 2016, but they said that they thought in 2016 it kind of like took a jump. It and, accelerated. Mm-hmm. And I found out that in August of 2016, China actually put the first ever quantum satellite into the, into the second heaven. Hmm. So, I know there's a lot of, like, all these, like, a lot of it has to do with the quantum computers and whatnot. And I'm fine with not having all the explanations because, you know, I can't explain how Jonah survived in a whale's belly, but hey, it happened. It's, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I feel like stuff like this has a lot more to do with, like, worshiping and spirit and truth versus just, like, the natural facts that we can see. Yeah, I think you're right, Alicia. I mean, I I don't, you know, as I say, we're all speculating as to how it's happening. I think, but I think, yeah, how do we really know? What we do know with absolute certainty is that it's supernatural and it's black magic. Because how else can you change oh, absolutely. paper? Absolutely. The Bibles have been owned for years and years. I actually have to step away for a minute, Alicia. So I'm going to actually ask you a question and keep on talking. Um, can you share a little <laughs> bit about your testimony about how you came to Christ? And I'll be right back, okay? So keep sharing. And Patrick is actually waiting in queue as well. But share your testimony with us. And I'll have to backtrack and listen. But I'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, great. So just share. share. Yeah, Yeah, I'll just, I mean, it's, 
I'm going to, you know, obviously talk about a lot of, you know, personal things, but I think what helped me come to the knowledge of Christ and to the grace of Christ and the truth of Christ is understanding that I was such a horrible person. And um, I was in the Marine Corps. I joined the Marine Corps when I was 18, right out of high school. Um, when I was 16, I had an abortion and that was something that was brought to me by a family member. I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about the stages of grief. I knew nothing about, you know, God at that point. Um, but I can say that if, you know, there was, if I felt more love and support around me, then I don't think it would have happened. But anyway, past is the past. So I give, you know, all glory to God for delivering me from that because, you know, I was a murderer. I was a child of the devil. And, you know, it's piercing to my spirit to, you know, say those words to myself. Um, and, you know, like I heard everyone talk about um, invite Jesus Christ into your heart and but you know that's not that's not in scripture and when I learned about the Bereans about how the Bereans why you know God was pleased with them it's because when you know Paul brought you know Jesus Christ to them he like all the Bereans searched the scriptures you know, no one preached repentance to me. No one told me what repentance was about. And, you know, I think it's, you know, we get afraid of, you know, preaching repentance because people say that we're, we need to, you know, we're in a new age, you know, every, most people know about the new age agenda and whatnot, but, you know, that's something that was hindering, you know, my knowledge of the truth of what was expected of me and um can i ask you a question i just came back alicia so you're saying that the the the, the understanding of repentance played yeah, a part in conversion like, yeah it did because you know i really it was it was through my what when i was in california in the in the marine corps i was there was these two women that came to my door and they told me about Jesus Christ and they had me say a prayer and they had me say the sinner's prayer. But I didn't understand that. You know, I didn't like, it was almost like I said it out of pressure, not out of true repentance, you know, from my heart. And I didn't learn that until, you know, two years later. And I feel like, that really made a big difference but when i was when i was in the marine corps is where i met my husband and you know how in scripture they talk about the bad women what a bad woman is and i was that bad woman that scripture talks about and you know and i think it's it's harsh to read some of those things 
but you know it it helps us check ourselves and understanding what I was and what Christ delivered me from helped my love for him grow and oh isn't that true and and you're sharing something that I think what I'm thinking of is that a lot of churches are filled with people who are, they go to church on Sunday and they think that's their Christian, that is demonstrative of their Christian faith, right? There's their right, Sunday Christian. Right. And yeah. they don't understand that it's a moment by moment, day by day walk with him. Where yeah, like, we're choosing him over the world. We're dying to Jesus daily. We're taking up our cross. We're seeking him and we're we're repenting of our sins as he convicts us of sin um it's dynamic but that's a good reminder and i think that um i think there are you i mean there are youtubers that uh, i think think that they're christians and yet they don't understand the power of repentance they are not yet even aware of that so it gives the devil the opportunity i think to bring in a lot of deception so Alicia, um, that is that's fantastic. Though I'm so glad you're born again, and your husband is now. Did you say he's uh, walking with the Lord right now? I'm. I mean, I'm praying for him. I mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. try to bring it up to him, and you know, plan like devotion studies, and but I at the same time I'm like, am I pressing too hard? Am I should I just you know let my own actions and my own you know fruits you know help him and you know I'm, i mean i'm praying for him but i'm just he, you know he told I, me I, when I, that's all that it was, I think just pray pray yeah. for him and serve him that's really yeah. how and, powerful is that and you know i as someone who um i had a lot of resentment towards my husband when we first because we've been married seven years as of uh, September, and there was a lot of resentment built up. You know, um, he missed the first year of our son, our first child's life, and um, you know we went through you know multiple miscarriages together, and like we've just, we've been through a lot together. And I think he told me that it was this is how he quoted it. He said it was shoved down his throat as a child. And I don't want to do that to him, you know, and I just have been praying to ask, you know, to have the Lord help me love him because resentment can not only hurt, you know, you as the person, you know, holding that resentment, but everyone else around you. Well, the Bible and, says, if you remember, the root of bitterness defiles many. So, yeah, and it, yeah he needs healing. Like. He does, and I, I mean, I really don't know what else to do aside from pray for him and, you know, love him. That's, you know, really all I'm trying to do. And, you know, in in God's time, that's, you know, I'm trying not to get in the middle of, in the middle of God's will with this. You know, I don't want to... I'm not really sure how to like express express it right yet. Like, I don't want to be that person that shoves it down his throat. Like he, how he was raised. Like I want to be his wife. I don't want to be his mom. Like, you know, it's 
kind of like the situation like that, I guess. Well, I'm thinking a couple of things, you know, speak the truth in love. I think you need to respect your husband and you do need, I think prayer is the most powerful um, ingredient or antidote. And I think it's, um, and just to continue to walk and grow in your relationship with the Lord, let him see Christ in you. But I, I, I'm sure that must be very, very difficult. But so I'm just going to say right now, Father, in Jesus' name, we lift up Alicia's husband to you. And I pray that you give him a desire for righteousness and truth. And I pray that you would show him how fleeting this world is. And I pray that you heal him of his wounds and that you would help him to, oh, Lord, give him an eye for eternity. I really pray that you would quicken his spirit, Lord, and that you will... um Speak to him. Give him a dream, Lord. Give him a vision and wake him from his slumber, Lord. And bless Alicia's marriage and her family in Jesus' name. I mean, really, it's a a mystery. It's a real mystery. But I I think what you you shared is, I think, the answer is to pray for your husband and and love him, which is what you want to do. And that really comes through in what you're sharing. So, Alicia, where are you? Are you here in the United States? Are you in Canada? Yeah, I'm in Pennsylvania. Um, you're in Pennsylvania. Wow. And um, I'm so glad that your uh, your uncle sees. I find that to be absolutely fantastic. Um, me too. Me too. And how affirming for you, right? Um, it's definitely been a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. So, Alicia, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Patrick is actually waiting in the queue here, but is there anything else you'd like to share with us right now? I'm so glad you called in, Alicia. It's so wonderful to be able to have you share your testimony and the things that the Lord has been sharing with you and teaching you, and um, it's so edifying. Oh, I'm learning every day, and that's, you know, I just, for anyone who's feeling like a burden, I just, this is one thing that, and, you know, maybe, it, you know, I do feel like the Lord puts us through things to, you know, help us experience him. And, you know, I went through this period where I just felt like this huge burden. Like I wasn't, like I wasn't meeting his standards because that was something I always, you know, it was, it bothered me. I hated this, like disappointing my mother growing up that was like I would rather make her mad than disappoint her and that was you know one thing that I felt with the Lord I just didn't want to disappoint him and then I read the scripture about um his his yoke is not burdensome and Mm. that was something that I think you know he's you know, had me go through just to learn that, that, you know, the way you're feeling is not from me. So it was a, you know, kind of a wake up call to, you know, stay vigilant because, you know, there are very many, you know, demonic spirits around. And I don't think churches talk about that enough. You know, we need to learn more about spiritual warfare, and that's something that I've I've been learning, you know, recently. Because, you know, when I when I very first when I first 
said, you know, gave my life to the Lord, I heard in my ear, I'm going to kill you. And I knew that it wasn't from God, of course. (laughs) So who else could it be from? And that was my first experience with um, harassment from Satan. And ever since then, my guard has been up to his wicked ways. And I just, you know, don't let your guard down, I guess, is the one thing that I want to leave with y'all. Well, that's so important. And I think it is a spiritual battle, isn't it? And it is spiritual warfare. And there are wars going on in the heavenlies right now that we can't see. And I think that the the, the ingredient is, the Bible says, submit yourself um, to the Lord. Submit yourself to God and the devil will flee. So the question is, where is the Lord asking you to submit to him? And we all need to ask that question. What what area do we need to surrender to him? What's he asking of us? And in that place where you feel like you can't give something up or you can't change, you just tell the Lord that you you can't do it and you need him to do it for you. You know what I'm saying? So that it's his spirit working in us. But thank you, Alicia, for sharing. What a blessing to hear from you. Um, Please do call in again. I enjoyed having you here and having you share. Um, Thank you so much for hosting these. You know, definitely great for, you know, fellowship with like-minded individuals. It is. And it's important for you, my viewers, to know that you have a voice. And I like giving my viewers and and listeners the ability to share their their heart. So if anybody else, I have Patrick that's waiting in the queue, but if any of you else want to share, I'm kind of winding down energy-wise, but I can just listen. So if anybody out there wants to come and join the live stream, please just click the link. I'll put another uh, link in the video description if you want to join in and share. I'm going to do it right now. So I just put in live chat. There you go. And so, um, Alicia, is there anything else, sister, that you'd like to share with us tonight? No, I just, uh, can I say a prayer? Oh, I would love for you to. We would love it. Please. Okay, awesome. Heavenly Father, we just come to you this evening to say thank you for the chance to get together. Thank you for allowing me to speak what you've put on my heart. And I thank you for Kat and all the other viewers who are living in truth and are worshiping you in spirit and truth. Please give us the ears to hear and the eyes to see and keep them open. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sister, for praying for us. And thank you for loving the Lord. And thank you for encouraging us tonight. So important and to do thank so. thank you for having me on. And um, I I just thank you. <laughs> you know, okay, thank you're awesome, you. Alicia. God bless you. And have a great night, God okay? You well. Okay. You Bye, sister. Well. Bye-bye. Hey, Patrick, you're back with us. I, can you hear me? I can. So we lost you when you were sharing about the person who was exhorting you um, and encouraging you with a word. Yeah, shockingly. um, Yeah, shockingly I got knocked off. Um, Oh, yeah, exactly. Right when you said I have a question for you. Yeah. So so here this person is giving you a word that was so appropriate. Now, somebody in the live chat was saying, well, I saw you said your life was taking a nosedive. So was a nosedive only for two days? What? Yes. So, okay. 
So in my mind, everything is much bigger than what it really is. So I, I thought that my life was just nose diving down, huge, and God stepped in and was like, nope, nope, calm down, step back, because I have a habit of sabotaging my own life. And what happens is the devil comes in and he does his thing and he gets me worked up and he sets me up to sabotage my own life mm. in the ways he needs me to for the results he wants me to have, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but, but this time that didn't happen. Um, Jesus literally, literally stepped in midstream and said, stop. Nope, nope, nope. Don't listen to that voice. Don't listen to him. He's telling the truth, but it's not the truth. Like there's, there's a difference between truth and, and truth. Um, so he literally stopped me and he rearranged my perspective on what was occurring and he helped me to see what was really happening. So my life, yes, was taping, it, it was taking a nosedive, but God literally stepped in, yanked me up and, and put me in a different direction, but with the same, <sighs> With the same How do I company? word this? With, with, with the same company, with the same, with the same things that I do, but most importantly, with the same, um, with the same direction my spirit was going. That's the most important thing I want you to, to, to know of all. I realized that the devil was trying to divert my realization of what was true versus what was truth, the TH. True and truth are different. They're different. Something can be true, but can't be the truth. Oh. Totally different. Those can be totally different. And the devil can completely and totally derail you by making you realize or think that you're Truth is the truth, but it's not. It's two different aspects. It's two different things. So what you believe as truth is not always what is true. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. And I think what I'm, what I'm also hearing, though, is that Okay, a couple of things run into my mind because you're you're relatively a, a new Christian, right? Yes, yes. But what I think is so what's important here is that God, our Father, wants to grow our faith in Him. Yes. So when you're a newborn Christian, He is He's He's showing you all of His goodness and how faithful He is and how how yes. He how He's He is the God of of, of wonder and He's He's all powerful and. So hearing yep. it, brother, he, he get laid off from your job and your choice is whether or not to praise him or to trust him. Yeah. Right? You can do both, but then you can also be upset and, and afraid and, 
you know, how and, are you going to pay your and, mortgage? How and you run and run back to my old life and drink exactly. and use and and go into homosexuality full yes. stream. Yep. Yes. Or go into any sin, whatever whatever yes. it is that ha- has holds you captive. Yep. yep. But here's the thing: he let you dangle for two days. Yeah. Yes. And then yes. he came back yep. and gave you something else with the same company. Like yes. to tell you, my son, I'm I'm going to take care of you. He, um, but but I mean, literally, he let me dangle, and I wanted so bad to 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 go head first back into the the sin of my past, but I didn't. And I kind Lord, of, so I kind of, I, I just, I, I hung, you know, I just, I hung, and I waited. And, and you know, I, he tells us to that, doesn't he? he? Says those, you need yep. to wait on the Lord. Yep. And it's so well, here. My point is, yours was two days. Yeah, I had a period where, in my Christian walk, where I had to walk by faith for a couple of years. That's right, oh. a couple of years, and oh. that it was grueling, right? But but in and in incredibly faith growing to see how he would provide for me in that time, and he continued. I just trust him. He is so good and wonderful, I, and it. He wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. He wants us to know that he's our provider. And he is. And okay, so, so here's here's the most important thing that that I need to convey to everyone, um, including you, is that he wants me to tell everyone that 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 time is shortening, and it's not going to be two years. It's not going to be three. It's going to be you know, two days or shorter, but if we wait and we stay and we pause and we give everything to him and we hold on, he will come back with an answer and he will come back with a solution and he will fix everything. You know, I didn't have to do anything but cry and pray and he fixed everything for me. Everything. So, I am somebody who is seen as very unworthy and very unrighteous and somebody who should not be an individual who is gifted by God with with the ability to to ask and 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 pause and pray and wait for an answer. Uh, I should not be that person. At well, all, but no, none of us should be. It's all a gift of grace. I mean, it's it like is. We. It's not that. That's the thing. It's not anything that we do. It's it's him. It but is. He makes all things new, and he gives you a new heart, and he's given yep. you a desire to to know him, to follow him, and he's. Yep. And if those of you who don't know, Patrick gave his testimony um, a few months ago that was extremely powerful. And you got to go listen to it because he goes into a lot of his amazing story that is just fantastic. And so please go back and listen to it. It was a couple months ago. In fact, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm gonna have to look for it and I'll put it in the yeah. Uh, I'll put it in the live stream. Um, yeah, please do. Please. But but what I what I feel led to to tell or to say to to your followers and listeners is that um, it doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. It doesn't matter um, 
anything from yesterday beyond doesn't matter. Everything that matters is of this moment and of tomorrow. So don't dwell on what you did. Dwell on what you need. Dwell on what you want. Dwell on what you what you are in a position to give to God. Give yourself to Him as a living testimony, as a living um, individual, as a person who will stop what they have done before today. Stop thinking about the past. Everybody gets so stuck in yesterday. Everyone gets so stuck in what they did. Everyone gets so stuck in the in the situation that they can never be redeemed. There is a huge issue across um, the board, a huge issue across all mediums where people think that others are not redeemable. They are not savable, salvageable. They are not individuals who can be um, taken out of the situation they're in, saved, and put into the place of glory and of grace. Um, that is a lie. It does not matter how deep you are in sin. All you have to do is realize where you are. Look, look. Look, look, away from the direction you're pointing to Jesus. Ask for forgiveness. Believe that he can do it. Believe that he did it for us already. And know that he is your salvation and redeemer. And you are saved. When you do that, your life changes. Don't ever think that you're stuck in one spot and that you can never be removed or changed or saved. Don't ever think that you are damned to hell forever because you are not. If I can be saved after what I went through and did in the face of Jesus and I was given the glory of God as a redemption for my omission of my sins and my asking for forgiveness. Anybody can. Anybody can. Don't ever think that you're too far gone because you're not. No one is. No one is ever too far gone. No That's one so is important. ever too far gone. And you know, Patrick, I think really it's, it's the power of, of the blood of Jesus Christ that can save yes. you free, that literally can wash you cleanse you. Every, the Bible says to confess your sins and he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. The you blood of Jesus Christ is the most powerful substance ever. And, you know, every day when I wake up and every day when I go to bed, I ask God the Father in, in the name of Jesus Christ to forgive me of my sins and to wash me in his blood. I do that every day. And and here's the thing is that um, I, I think, because Patrick, your testimony of being delivered of homosexuality 
is something that so many people need to hear because that is, I think, a sin of our age. Yes. Um, it's so prevalent. And um, so I rejoice even set free of that brother. I mean, really, it's, it's an awesome testimony. Um, so I want to go ahead and let me just see what's going on here. I think we have some trolls on the live stream. Sorry, you guys. I'm, I'm sure. To, I can't. I can't. Um, let me see what's going on here. So I th I seem to attract trolls. Okay. Um. Yeah. Some. I think that. Um. So I think you guys. What I want to say, Patrick. I do rejoice in your freedom in Jesus Christ. And you know, each of us have a testimony. He's delivered each of us from the the the, the clenches of the evil one. And remember that, you guys, because the Bible says that we will be overcome by the blood of our testimony, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So I'm so glad you guys were able to come out and, and share and encourage each other in the live chat. Patrick, I'm glad that you were able to come in and, and share tonight. I'm getting yeah. I'm kind of winding down here a little bit. So yeah, I've been of, on for of three course. Hours, but I want to just can, say. Can I ask yeah. a favor? Sure. Um, will you give people my email address and name that they can send messages to me and questions or sure? Um, Patrick, what's your, you know, let me put in the live chat. What's your? What's your? Why don't you tell me what your um, email is again? It, it'll be. Yeah. Can you can you not put it in the live chat? Uh, I uh, I I'd rather have you go ahead and share. If you can go ahead and put your own email in there, and then people know it's from you. Put your email address in live chat. I went ahead and I, I did a link to your video testimony. Oh, you got logged out. Oh, I see. He's on his, he's on his phone. Patrick, go ahead and um, put the information in the live chat. So, you guys, this was a, you know, I think a good gathering of the saints. Um, we shared Bible changes and then many testimonies, um, some new ones, some, some folks from on here that have been on before. Great to have new and um, returning um, visitors. Hey, Patrick, I'm going to go ahead and add you in here. I think, are you on your phone again, Patrick? Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get off here, but, um, but if you can just let everybody know my, uh, my email, they can email me and, and we can go from there. Sure. And do me a favor. So you can, I'm yeah. gonna, you can, um, when you leave here, exit out. Go back onto the live chat and go ahead and put your email and address in, and people know how to contact yep. you. Awesome, I will Patrick. Do. I Perfect. just continue to put God, pray God's favor um, over you, Patrick. I praise God for the favor He's given you at work, and how He's growing your faith in this hour, and how you are, how you have a heart to serve Him. I rejoice in that, brother, and thank you for sharing your experience. It's amazing. Thank you, Kat. I love you so much. Love you in Jesus' name. Okay. All right. Bless you, brother. Bye. So, um, so brothers and sisters, wow, amazing to hear from, you know, as I mentioned, um, some new people, some returning visitors, and just being encouraged in Jesus' name. And thank you, everybody in live chat for participating. I am just haven't been able to respond to everybody, but I hope that you were blessed tonight hearing the voices of so many sharing and testifying testifying of what Jesus Christ has done in her life, what he is doing, and um, this is the awakening. 
in this hour, and you're part of that, brothers and sisters. So I'm just looking. I think some people, I, I went ahead and I had to uh, ban a few people in the live chat. So I'm hoping I got all the trolls out, but we can expect it to happen. So with that said, dear ones, I pray that, um, let me just say a quick prayer. Father, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you that we can share these changes to scripture and that we bear witness. We see the changes and we pray in Jesus' name for your protection around us and our hearts, our relationship with you. We pray for a greater intimacy, Lord, with you that we would really just pour our heart out before you, Father, because you are such a good and loving God. You're so faithful. You're so wonderful. We love your presence, Lord. I pray that you would bless and heal those that are sick, that are suffering physically and emotionally, spiritually, that you would bring your healing balm of Gilead upon the souls of many, Lord. And I pray that you would turn hearts back to you, Lord, those who have fallen away, bring them back to the fold. And I pray for the salvation of souls. And I pray that the bride of Christ would be awakened, Lord. Father, we know it, it can't be long, Lord. It can't be long. So help us. Give us the grace to endure, Lord, the grace to praise your name, to give thanks to you in all things. And we pray this, and I pray blessings upon those in the live chat and those who participated tonight, that you would bless and encourage them, Father. And thank you, God. Thank you for the remnant. Thank you for the bride of Christ. Thank you for the church, Lord. Thank you for the called out body of people. And thank you for calling us your children. Oh, what an honor. What a blessing. And thank you for the forgiveness of sins. It's so absolutely astounding what you've done for us, Lord. And help us to serve you with gladness. In Jesus' name. All right, everybody. It's time to go. But I want to say thank you, brothers and sisters, for being part of us. You know, former five, you can join. You just can click the link. Everybody is welcome. You just need to go ahead and click the link. Um, you know, and sometimes I think some some here were were actually blocked for a while, and um, I unblocked you, and then you know just said, you know, don't go on the live stream just yet. It's going to take a little bit of time. You know who you are. I'm not going to call you out, but um, I do want to say for those of you in live chat, you guys are welcome to join the live stream and share your testimony. Um, you know, I, I may not agree with everything that my guests will share, but that's okay. We're just sharing. And um, as long as you see the Bible changes, that's a good start, right? And I should say, of course, and that's a given that you're born again. All right, everybody, I'm going to go, but I pray God's blessing and favor over you in Jesus' name. Thank you for being with us. Bye.